tune in to UFO Undercover, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, with your host, Joe Montaldo, right here on the Paranormal Radio Network. Them Germans is thinking about them Russians right now. I guess I should play the American version of this one day. Yeah, it means you have. You have. You have me. Good World War Three music, man. Do, Out in the field. Do hast. Do hast mich. Do. Do hast. Do hast mich. Do hast mich. Do hast mich gefragt. Do hast mich gefragt. I think we could do this in World World War Three, man. Definitely. Little Ramstein. By the way, their best song, well, I don't know their best song, but you need to play Ramstein. It's called, just called Ramstein. It's called Ramstein, yeah. It's the same band, but it's called Ramstein. It's amazing. It's a pretty good song. It's always good to get the blood flowing when you start in the show. Welcome to News on the Flipside, everyone. I hope everyone is now thoroughly awake, especially our friends overseas who I know your head was kind of like until you heard what? What? <laughs> it's World War Three. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, actually I played an American version every once in a while. 
Uh, just so people can see see what the lyrics are, and people, most people, are like really, is that what it says? I'm like, yeah, it's yes. pretty harsh song. You, man. It's like 99 hate, Red Balloons. The American me. version is cool, but the German version is actually better. So yes, yes, yes no, it no, is. No, no, it's it's a, love balloon, right? Yeah, yeah, it just it just sounds yeah. better. It's just or maybe because we all got used to it. Hello, is it, 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 it got overplayed that hell in the 80s. Jesus Christ! It's still that a good song. Like, Oh yeah, yes, it is. It is. Well, you know, it's. I'm always looking for something good to start off. You know, y'all can always send me stuff, but I, I'm always looking for something. You know, I was going to play a house of the ride sun because it is the new uh, Mardi Gras uh, down here. Welcome, everyone. By the way, if you're in New Orleans and you are listening to all my friends, we listen to you. I hope y'all are all having a good time down there. We have the first real set of parades tonight. Everybody's out getting drunk and loaded and naked, and it's nice weather <laughs> tonight. So you know it's not even cold. That's right. Get this, people. It, get there? it is. It is February second, and it is seventy degrees outside. Are you go out and me? enjoy yourself? Go out and enjoy yourself. Now tomorrow it will be raining, but it'll still be sixty-five degrees. So uh, have some fun. Enjoy it. It's, it's thirty-eight degrees here right now. Thirty-eight. Yeah, how, about you, how about you, Sean? What are you? Thirty-six, thirty-four. Thirty-four. No, no. So wait. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, feels feels like sixty three. Yeah, but Sean's about to freaking drown. So. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking. Then I said, you know, I might have to bring my company out to Cali because we specialize in flood and, and floods. And I was thinking, damn, because there's no way. The, I, They're kind of on the coast, Joe. It does make sense. Yeah, well, there's, so. there's been a lot of flooding. I mean, I watched the stuff in San Diego and I watched a few other places. There's lots of work down there, and, and it would be easy for me to get it because I actually know what the hell I'm doing. You'd uh, also probably have to specialize in fireproofing because there, a lot of those counties now, even once by the coast, they have. You know, I was just watching uh, this old house uh, this yesterday and this afternoon. They have some really, really strict building codes as far as you know fireproofing homes, especially uh, in certain zones. So that's another yeah, thing but so so you know this in disasters, codes kind of have a tendency to go mm, <laughs> because. What happens is you get all these homeless people. And you got to do something with them, and you know they can only stay in hotels for long because that's costing the government or insurance companies just a buttload of money. And there, I'm mean, literally a couple of insurance companies I was working with for Katrina and, and for Ida. They're like, Joe, um, do you have any rooms? Can you get people in? What's going on? We were wrapping up eight plexes, and they were filling them before we could even get the people. Look, they were going. Can they move in while you're still working on the apartment? Yeah. But, you know, my company gets to brag. We had the first office building and the first apartment co com uh, complex up and running after Katrina. And, uh, and everybody was freaking amazed. We were amazed, to be honest with you. It was a 300,000 square foot office building we had up and running in six weeks, man. These Dang. people were freaking amazed. And uh, we had the, we had a 20-plex open. I, I think it took us four weeks to get it up and running. And uh, we were just, man, but I, what I did was I was in um, – I had never evacuated for a storm before, so this was the first time. I only left for three days and went to Fort Walton, brought my whole family down there. All of them scattered all over the state. And we get down there. While I was down there, I was recruiting help because I was doing radio. I was doing live from the hotel room. Hey, look, this is going to be a disaster. I'm looking for people who want to come down. I had people as far as away as from um, somewhere way up north in Canada. We had 11 people come in from Canada. We had people from all over the place come in. And uh, so when I got home, I stopped in uh, – and uh, Panama City Beach bought a bunch of generators, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, we happened to have both trucks with us, so we loaded up the trucks, the cars, cruised our ass back to New Orleans, had friends, so I got my permit sent to me so I didn't have to sit in the traffic or the lines and get back into the city. I got back in the city, and, and literally we were cutting down trees, cutting off water lines to get to our house. 
And uh, but we we would the following day after we were home, we were already working on buildings. And since people knew we were here, and I was broadcasting live from this disastrous city, uh, people were coming down. They because we were paying really good money, and they were coming down. They were like, "Really? You guys said, yeah, we can." Said it's going to be rough. I said, "We can put you up somewhere, but it's going to be you know rough, but you're going to be making the bucks." And uh, and they were making the bucks. Some of the roofers were making as much as a grand a day. And that was help. Damn. I mean, that was labor, Damn. man. That was nothing but labor. Um, and, and you're sitting there thinking, yeah, what, what's these other guys making? <laughs> They're making labor. But anyway, welcome, everyone, again to News on the Flip Side. We have Sean, Sean, and and I think his name is Jason O'Jays with us tonight. And Jay, were you, were, were you on Were you on with the crazy madman Jeffrey Mabus uh, Pritchard tonight? Oh, yeah. We just we just finished up. Yeah, because I, had, I hadn't come in that early. Well, no, he hosts with Jeffrey Madman. It's probably Madman because Jeffrey's a madman. Jeffrey is now officially, besides myself, the oldest host in the network. It's just, just scary, man. It's just wow. Considering I had to talk this guy in for two years, he used to do um, written. Um, so he did interviews, but you had to come in and they were text interviews. I was like, what? They were live, mind you, like in a chat group. But you had to text. I'm like, dude, there's no way. I can't I can't text fast like talk. It's, it's not going to <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be like jibber jabber. And hey, like, I gotta be there pretty high too. I've, I've been on the, with Jeffrey for at least oh, going on my ninth year now, so eight yeah. plus years. So yeah, so it's uh, so y'all been around with us for a while. That's Church of Mavis. They actually are on before this show. Yes, uh, no yeah, Jeffrey's in Church of Mavis now on Roku Fridays eight to seven Central. Yeah, I hear a bunch of them are coming down for for the Mardi Gras next this coming up week. Well, people, from now until next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday, this praise and garbage and stuff going on in the French Quarter, every night the French Quarter will be packed, and the closer it gets to Mardi Gras, the more packed the quarter will be. This whole entire weekend, it'll be like, square, push over you. It'll just be, you have to, if you, you really have to really know how to walk your crowds if you're going to come down here and hang out. Uh, and, you you know, hang on to your friends and family because it's easy to lose them in these crowds. Yeah. Don't literally grab an elbow. It, it's it's like that on River Street in in Savannah on St. Patrick's weekend. The the River Street is it's a sea of people. We used to stand on the like the balcony of the uh, one of the hotels there on the river, and you could see when a fight breaks out. There's like this you know large draft trap. Oh, and the oh, large draft kicks Jay in the asshole. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> <Wham>! <laughs> That's what happens when you get in them crowds, people. You see what happens. You hey, Joe. Joe, what part was... of New Orleans should you recommend people not to go through during Mardi Gras? So this is what I tell everybody. If you're not from here and you're going to be partying in the downtown area, stay in the French Quarter, the Vouray. Uh, the, 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 the Vouray. Sorry, don't go to Vouray. Stay stay in the Marigny, the French Quarter, and the uptown Port of Golf of uh, St. Charles. It's all safe up in there. The worst will happen to you. Somebody might pickpocket you, but that's the worst that's going to happen to you. Now, if you're stupid enough to wander, like, say, eight blocks out of downtown New Orleans, you deserve what you get because you can see the neighborhood is actually getting progressively worse as you're wandering along. So just don't go there. They, they like stupid tourists that wander in there. They won't kill you or anything, but they will <laughs> sure take everything you have uh, and, and worse on that occasion. So I'm just saying stay in, stay where the people are. Always stay in groups. I don't care. Even locals, to be totally honest, even locals travel in packs. We're usually three to five of us when we go to the quarter. And it's mainly because it's safer that way. And it's not just that they got weird stuff goes on in the French quarter late at night. So there's weird events like you'll be standing there 
and um, so in between the old Pirates Alley, in between St. Louis Cathedral and where the slaves used to be sold and executed, from time to time you'll see what looks to be uh, women in big ball gowns just kind of swaying down the middle of the, the thing. It's it's just weird, and and I can't tell you how many I've seen it myself, and I can't tell you countless of other people have seen it. And you're thinking it's three o'clock in the morning. You've been drinking all night. God knows what else you've been doing. And you think, okay, you just hallucin. No, 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 no. People even don't really I, tend to have the same hallucinations, even if they are taking yeah. the same drug. Mm -hmm. Even if they take the same drug at the same time, well, they even, won't have even the, uh, the, exact even the local. Same the local bishop there, no, he'll tell you the same thing. He's seen him. He's seen him wandering around in the church and stuff. Uh, it's just part of the local thing. But they don't seem to eat, they're not even aware of you or they don't care either way. But the quarter is a very old place with a lot of weird stuff that's been on and a lot of death. So don't tell them what you're going to see down there. Uh, Jamie, look, I seen the article. Biden's going to win. There's no way Trump can win. What, what polls they're looking at? I don't know. I really don't know. Huh. I'm, I'm confused. Confused. Look, look at the media. Look, look who's on We're the media. Looking at look at Taylor the Swift. Who's on first? The Taylor Swift poll. Come on. <laughs> the Democrats really think that 64 million Taylor Swift that uh, Swifties are going to vote for Biden if she. Actually, know, they, they, they've been saying for weeks that he's already lost 36% of the black vote, which is pretty much enough to keep him from winning. The Z Gen is leaving him by the dozens. I mean, he's just, he can't hold on to anybody. Plus, the other day, he's on TV bragging about how good the economy is as gas goes up 50 cents a gallon. I'm thinking, really, uh, dude? Well, I, I, mean, I just checked before the show. Our gas has gone down like about 10 cents, but, you know. Well, there you go. But, but so check this out, Jake. Seriously. I went to get a pound of bologna, jumbo, right? Bologna, $7.49. Jesus Christ, where do you live? In hell? In in Pittsburgh, yes, yes. You know, what, you know, you know what a what pound. Of, yes, yes. I'm three hours. I'm three hours. Do away. you know what a pound of premium bologna, premium bologna would cost here? Two dollars and forty nine cents a pound. Uh, I'm moving to New Orleans. That's premium. If it's if it's, if it's the if it's the really mixed up shit, not the pure beef bologna, that's about dollar eighty nine a pound. Oh my god. Damn. It's uh you get Jacey's you, ham down here, which is some of the best ham on the planet for four forty nine a pound. Yeah, we get I'm a shave. Three hours from Sean. If I go to the grocery store, I can get Oscar Mayer beef bologna for five ninety nine for a pound. If I go to the deli you, in that same you store, y'all should be. So it's wait, wait, ninety nine pound. So what's what's yeah. a pound of ham cost up there? Because I want to ask what it is out there. Five ninety nine. Six ninety nine a pound. Six. So Sean, what, so what's, what are you you paying? Sean probably don't eat this nasty shit because he's a California person. But, but Sean, no, I probably, no, I just it's probably if I had to okay. guess, ten bucks. Yeah. Buy the gas ten bucks. A giant, a giant Jersey Mike submarine sandwich used to cost before COVID like nine bucks. They're now over fifteen dollars. Yes, they are. I bought one it's, the other it's, day. It's less than a pound of meat. And yes, it's fifteen dollars yeah. for for a giant sub. Yeah, and, and they all and they all act like inflation. It's getting better. Oh, it's it. But they're just talking about the oh, rate. Steve, of that's what that's what they were the talking rate of about. Increase has gone down. Like it's people, still well, people people got, going well, down. No, it's doubled in price. So yeah, the other day yeah, when Biden was giving a speech, inflation well, inflation actually went up when he was giving a speech. When was it? Uh, a week <laughs> ago. It actually went up while he was giving a speech. Yeah. And, and it's I, still I, I was like, I, I was like, 
<laughs> I don't know. It's it's high. It's way high, and it's been a long time. Yes. Everything's at least three times what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, people. I don't know what y'all going to do. I'm starving. I'm going to have to start barbecuing my chihuahuas here soon, man. It's getting yeah. uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I've, 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 I've picked poor Bob right. to death back here, so there ain't nothing left on him. So It used to be I could take a $20 bill, go out, get cigarettes, gas, a six-pack of beer, maybe a couple of sandwiches at like you know Subway or Burger King, McDonald's, what have you. And still have change to go home and, and eat and have fun. Have a, have a six yeah. pack of beer and a pack of cigarettes. And then my car is filled with gas. Some old lady, and I see it in my store, and I'm going to tell the world about this shit. There's an old lady that came through our store, and she was practically in tears because she was afraid to buy something because she didn't have money um, due to, to, to her Social Security or whatever. But yeah. she was literally in tears. She was buying $2 worth of lunch meat, $1 worth of cheese. You know what I mean? She couldn't buy the cheapest ground meat, you know what I mean? Because that's going off at three eighty nine. dollars At least pound. $2 a pound for ground beef, yeah. Easy. And, and she's in tears. And it's not just her. I feel bad for the old people because they're getting screwed on Social Security. And he just jacks them. How are these people supposed to eat? They can't. I'll tell you what I did, though. I said, come on, let's go shopping. I was on my lunch. I said, let's go shopping. And I bought her food. I bought her groceries for her. You know what I mean? And they were very little, but it came close to 80 bucks for a little bit of stuff for her to eat. Now, ain't that freaking ridiculous? It just bothers me. It's, it's pretty bad out. right now. It's, it's, it's pretty bad right now. I mean, I went the other day. I was up at uh, Cleveland Hill and um I got some friends want to come out, so I figured I'd pick up um, a whole thing of, of T-Bones, you know, some porterhouses, actually. So I was like, damn. And I seen them on sale for six ninety nine a pound. I was like, Jesus, that's like that's like free. And yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, really. I mean, and so so these this this particular store, they they have some kind of hookup with the local beef people. So they, they get really good deals on on uh fillets are usually you can catch them on sale for nine ninety nine. It's usually uh Comes out to like 30, 30, 40 bucks a half. You get nice steaks at them. The uh, ribeyes come out, you know, they come on sale for usually six ninety nine. So sometimes five ninety nine. So people, I'm telling you, no, I'm not telling you where it is because I don't want y'all going to buy these people out. <laughs> <laughs> What's your no, secret, dude, no. uh, 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 uh. But um, no, because I know a lot of locals listen to us. No, no, it's um, it's all black Angus, good beef. It's it's really good. It's, it's good stuff. Fortunately for me and. Uh, it's one of the advantages of living in the deep south. A lot of the stuff is local. The chicken, the pork, a lot of the vegetables are all local. We're not importing near as much as the rest of the country is. Uh, yeah. we, even, we, even have, we don't even have to wait for them California avocados. We have our own. Uh, we <laughs> have strawberries, bananas, you know, it's just. I can't, ooh, avocados, they suck. What are you talking about? That's it. You're fired, man. Get the hell out of here, man. Uh, oh, I, I, man. Could, I could not eat an avocado like a regular fruit, but I can cut it up and turn it into a guacamole. No problem. You, you I know, don't give a shit. Avocado is oh, nasty. Y'all both fired, man. That's but, it. Y'all yes, fired. I agree. By themselves, they're nasty. But you chop it up with a little bit of pepper and a little bit of uh, uh, pico de gallo and some uh, just a little bit of spice and use it to dip chips in. It's pretty never, good. And it's good never, for you. never. I, I won't say what I think it looks like when it's mashed up. Oh, man. Live radio. It's you know good I mean? stuff, man. Oh, my God. Anyway, let me go. Wait, wait. Who sent me this? What? Wait. What about Amelia Earhart? Uh-oh. Amelia, Amelia Earhart. Earhart's plane possibly located. 
Yeah. Uh, well, they say they found her body like what a couple months ago. Uh, did they find it? Well, I mean, where is it? Allegedly, they found like bones or something, either clothing or something to the effect that essentially identified her remains somewhere out in the Polynesian Islands. Yeah, I, I didn't they have they they find her last recording on her radio or on her plane when she. I, I don't believe. I, 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 well, you know, these days I'm not real trusting of a lot of stuff, so I, I hate to be like that. Depending on her flight path, she, she either crashed on a deserted island and lived out her life if she survived the crash, or she landed in the ocean. She survived a few days before dying of dehydration and sinking to the bottom by of the ocean. Sharks and being eaten by sharks. Or possibly being eaten by sharks oh, or other large sea creatures. So, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to have to get serious now. Medivive, you know who Medivive is, right? You know who he is. Medvedev. Med Whatever the hell is oh. it. Slap his dumb ass Medvedev. in the face. Yeah. Putin, Putin, Putin's number two. So yeah. he says Texas could be poised to, to launch a civil war in the United States. Oh. <laughs> and it would be oh. prime time for Russia to come oh. and take over. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 You watch Red Dawn. That's in the original Red Dawn, the first movie. That's how that's how the Russians took over America as they came in from the, the south with Mexican troops, with Russian advisors, and from the south, or from the north through uh, Canada with uh, their Russian troops. They yeah. met in the middle, that little town in Colorado. If any state could start a revolution, it would be Texas, but nobody wants a revolution in the country. Nobody's nope. that mad. You know, the, the Republicans and the liberals are pissed off at each other right now, but not to the point that they want to go killing each other. Uh, they're, just, they're just not there. What do you mean, Jackie? No. They they're not they're not interested in bumping each other off. It's just not where we are as a nation. It's not you know just before nine eleven. It's the closest. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, just before that, I I I never seen this country this close to a revolution. That was the closest I've ever seen. This yeah, right I, now we, we're, we're not we're not that close. A race war than a civil war. Back I don't know. Then. Well, but we were we were we were in for some <laughs> shit. And then, uh, but anyway, we we managed to get through that because of the we got distracted by the uh, the towers coming down and the wars. So now we're, we're headed back there, but we're not where we were then. We're, we're, you know, we're all just aggravated is what it is. You know, Biden has become a joke. You know, as it doesn't matter who you look at around the world. You know, sometimes my liberal friends go, oh, no, he's done so well. I'm like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> by, I, said, by what right. I said, do you know Putin is sitting in his chair at night laughing his ass off. I said the only reason Xi Jinping is is because Donald Trump did so much damage with sanctions before he left. He's bankrupt. Oh my right god, now. yeah. I'm but even he's laughing at Biden going, good thing Biden's here, not true. I said, you know, <laughs> it's 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 we got Lieutenant Dan in the office. You know, everybody who had told me that Trump was embarrassment, this is like four times as embarrassing that could Trump could ever be. I yeah. mean this is just ridiculous. I look you know I, I you want to have a, a a president that's an embarrassment to the country and a laughing stock of the rest of the world who our enemies are afraid of, or do you want to have a president that is a buffoon and the rest of the planet isn't afraid of and is also the laughing stock of the planet? Who do you want? Well, I'd, rather, this, I'd rather have a president we can this, make fun of who our, our enemies are afraid of. But this Go, Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki, that lesbian oh, bitch. <laughs> that lesbian bitch. We're not. She's, she's, she's Nikki, Nikki. Nikki, yeah, okay, children, what time? It's it's early still. <laughs> like Hillary Clinton, but worse. If any children are listening, please close your ears at this point of the show, or go get your mother a Coke or something. Hillary Clinton, I, Clinton yeah. Nikki's, no, I ain't gonna say it, no, but still, 
anyway, no, I like Nikki in the beginning, just like I liked Hillary in the beginning, but Nikki's turned out to be a little... Um, she I keeps sending say. my cell phone text messages, and my text message machine keeps flagging it as, as spam and sending it off like in another box. So I don't have, it doesn't destroy my phone. So I, I don't what, I haven't what do read mean, any. What do, you, what do you mean Nikki should be Donald? You mean Donald's? Okay. Look, we've, we've explored this. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah, we want So, so she's one of them. So Nikki's Donald. I, I don't, I don't, first of all, she might help with some women vote, but she, I don't think she's going to bring as much women vote to Trump as you think. I think if he, if he could get lucky and get DeSantis on his VP, he would win with a sweep. Democrats like DeSantis mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, they they do. Hot so, How no, about Chrissy Nome, Joe? Chrissy Nome. Well, I don't know, but the reason the reason DeSantis is having so much trouble in the election. No, 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 no. Yeah. The yeah. one from uh, the one of the Dakotas. Dakota. Chris, Christy Nome. Nome. Oh, Nome. oh, I thought, okay. You know, because yeah. the, what's his name? That Chris, what's his name from New Jersey? That big dude. Chris, no, no. What one is easy on the eyes? The other is big on the yeah, eyes. He's a very large man. One, one's crispy. One's crispy cream, and yet one's not. No, I, I mean that's it right there. One's crispy. No, no. One's crispy cream. The other one eats it. Yes. And, or true. yeah. Or or one is crispy cream, and one is Victoria's Secret. You know, pick one. Yeah. You know? Pick pick it. Pick a choice. No, no. No, Ray, I mean, DeSantis is, is good, but he's not a good speaker. That's his problem. He would actually, he he could have actually took this away from everybody, but he's he doesn't see. If, if, if he were to take a, a, a one term with, with President Trump as but vice he, president, he's still and he will learn to be president, and he'll know how to stand how to speak and how yeah, to, but, how but to it, his it, voice. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how good a president you are. If you can't speak smoothly, America don't want you. They're like, get the <sighs> out of here. We want it, presidents it, that, that are smooth when they talk. Whether we, even when we know they're lying to us, we still want them to be talking that like, um, uh, 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 who was our last favorite president? So, uh, so actually, Clinton, Clinton gave good speeches. Reagan gave good speeches. Obama gave good speeches. Even stupid old. Go back. You're going the wrong direction. No, our last, our, yeah. our last uh, stammering president was Gerald Ford. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what and I said. He that's fell up and down the stairs to the. But that's because he got. That's because that stupid bastard didn't think he was ever going to be president. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh shit! What the hell just happened?" Yeah, it's like, man, I didn't want to be president. People, no, this is not. I didn't want this job. Yeah, oh shit! It was kind of thrust upon him. Yeah, I kind of feel for the guy, but you know, it's it just what happens. But but anyway, America wants a president or a candidate that can speak smoothly. It's one of Nikki's problems is she's got kind of a harsh voice. Uh, she needs to learn. She needs what she needs to do is find. She needs to get her own sound team and start bringing them with her, and using a nice sound system where you go because you can always sound uh, good. Or, or she can she can hire like a Hollywood um, actors aid, one of those you know a voice actor who can help her change the pitch and tell well, her, yeah, her voice. Yeah, because well, she's got a scratchy kind of harsh voice. The singing, same, you know, uh, singing lessons will do it. You know anything like that. And, and it's just you know when you're going to get there because like Jeb Bush, he spoke pretty smooth. But he, but he, he could ever, he could only ever get eighteen percent was the closest he could get to Trump. Um, yeah. Now, when other some of the other people dropped out, he might have got more, but he was never going to get him. Uh, anything Trump. in Florida, he'd have won. That's for sure. Oh yeah, he was another well-loved uh, governor. But anything uh, outside of Florida, he wasn't. He wasn't going to get it. Now, if he would have been uh, uh, Trump's VP, he Trump would have won this time too. So, yeah, you know, certain certain people are going to vote for it regardless. Uh, guys, I, I don't know. You know, Trump's got to pick a VP. It's not going to be Pence. We all know that. 
Um, does the party pick it for him? Does he get to choose it, or does the party pick it? Yeah, he gets to choose. Yeah, he gets to choose. The party can kiss his ass. He wants to. Okay, all right. Let's be honest. The party's got a lot to say with this, but he, in the end, it's his choice. Finally, he goes, "Okay, this is what I want. This is who I'm going to get." It would be nice to see a female in there. It really would. Um, But somebody that one is good, not somebody like you know who that's currently sitting in the VP spot. I mean, someone that can actually speak. And, and if the country did go bloom, she could actually run the freaking place. But who is that? The only woman I currently know is Condoleezza Rice is the only one I know that could run the country. She's not running. She won't run. I know, but she's the only one I can think of right offhand that has the skills to actually get up there. She would be the best president country ever seen. Yeah, everything she ever touched turned to gold. Uh, she's probably the only reason George Bush didn't end up in prison or something. Yeah. Oh man, it's um. Well, he also had dun, 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 Darth Cheney. <laughs> he's so, scary, mother. He's scary. He yeah, looked, he's he's, he's, he's half dead and he's still scary. Yeah, he's he's still alive, but he's still scary. He's he, I mean, come on. The man had his heart replaced and went to work like three days later. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. It really? was replaced with a pig's heart, too. Yes, evil bastard that he is. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. the maybe that pig was had a demonic entity in it and you know got to the heart and shit. Let me tell you what, I, no, if anything got infected, he infected the damn pig's heart. Yeah. <laughs> he was sorry, demonic. He's an evil bastard. Look at his daughter. Come on, look just you know what bothers me is you would have thought Cheney would have liked Trump. I mean, yeah. he's this kind of guy. You would have thought he would have liked Trump. I guess because Trump picked on his little baby fat ass daughter. Uh he didn't like it, but no. hey, oh, man. She got she got spanked in Wyoming, man. Yeah, yeah, she did. Because everybody looked at her like, "What are you stupid?" Um, Trump's, you know, Trump. Well, guys, Trump's going to win the the unless he goes. Okay, we'll go through all of this real fast. So it looks like Georgia's not going to make it uh, before the election. There's all kind of investigations going on down there, and there's other shit going on, and then somebody, one of Trump's allies, popped up out of nowhere who's got other stuff that's involved in this case. It's kind of makes Trump look innocent. So that's got to come in somewhere. They just dropped. Uh, I think it was DC or somewhere. They just dropped three cases. Um, I don't know. Florida doesn't look like it's going to get there either. New York's going to be the first one that actually goes to trial. And, uh, you know, we don't know how long that's going to drag on for. And most of that's just really more about money. And it's already, everybody's already said if he loses, they're going to appeal it anyway. They're going to get an appeal is what they're saying. So, what I don't understand about the Democrats is why give him an appeal? Why did you not put up a judge and a district attorney that had not said anything about Trump and just let them run it? And uh, this way, I mean, the, the judge hated on Trump in the first time he won. And in the second time he was running, both those eight years, he hated on Trump all over the place. And then all of a sudden, he's sort of this district attorney. But yet, you're going to let him prosecute? Any way you look at that, it's unfair. There's no way they can say they were just partial to it. So uh, I'm just thinking, well. And then two judges in New York have already said, more than likely, we're going to give him an appeal. And then then one of the judges, one of the federal judges said, I don't understand. This judge is not an estimator. I don't understand an appraiser. (laughs) What the hell is going on? And then, and then it's worth. Oh, and that's oh, that's something else that got dropped up there because somebody, um, a bunch of the cases because the uh, bank said, so, "Oh, no harm, no foul." That's what it is. 
So he paid back everything. No one was hurt in any of this. And then he, he got lucky in the $83 million case because he's getting an appeal because they're showing that there was no real harm done to her in any shape, form, or fashion. Oh, really? I didn't know. That. Oh, yeah. So that that all it's all it's 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 actually in our in our tight tag somewhere, in uh, from what we posted today. But yeah, I did things, not know that things seem to be worming more towards him. And then every poll I've seen pretty much has Trump annihilating him. And what I and then I love this. So this 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 radio station for NBC they're going on and on and on and on about how they're so close and blah 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 blah. So I call in and I'm acting like a liberal. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's so close, isn't it? I'm like, damn. I said, but I got a question, man. I'm real nervous. But he's like, oh, what is it? What is it? I said, this Kennedy guy, isn't he still running? He's like, oh yeah, but he he's not a threat. Don't worry about him. I said, well, last time I seen he was pulling 17 percent of the vote. I said, I mean, that pretty means no Democrat can win, right? And the guy's like, oh no, no, no. He's he don't worry. He's not going to run. I'm like. Well, why hasn't he stepped out if he's not going to run? He's making me nervous, man. I said, because when you put him in a poll, not only does Biden don't win, it's a murder. It's a slaughter. I, I'm like, and he's like, oh, well, you know, but I, I think the Democrats are going to make sure he doesn't run. I'm like, okay. And then, and, and then I just, you know, I, I got off the phone. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's probably right. They probably are going to make sure he didn't run. Fucking drop him off of a tank somewhere. Yeah. Off a mm-hmm. bridge or, oh, look, a snowbank. Oh, he didn't see it went off the bridge. Damn it. Yeah, another another Kennedy bite. And you know what? America Yeah, we're used to it. We'll just be like, man, it's another Kennedy bites of dust. That's four now. Could you imagine? Were you the one? Somebody was saying this might have been you. Uh, I can't remember. But could you imagine if Trump won and then put Kennedy in charge of the CIA? Uh, that, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, God. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... oh, wow. Maybe you didn't say that. <laughs> somebody was saying that. Could you imagine? That would be great. Actually, I think Trump could work with Kennedy. And I haven't really heard Kennedy coming out on Trump too hard. Now, what happens if Kennedy decides to pick an independent as a VP? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's murderized. <laughs> there won't have not been a loss that bad for anybody in a long, long time. I mean, he would pull it would they would he so he would pull independents and Democrats. I don't know what the Democrats would do. They would just be like, well, and this would be a good election for Michelle Obama to run then. Because everybody keeps saying she's going to jump in, and um, Joe Biden's going to give her her, her delicate points. I, I'm not exactly sure. So that would be some kind of foul called here that, not by the Republicans, but by the Democrats, because they'd be, well, wait a minute now. Um, if we were going to have delegates, why didn't Kennedy stay in? And why all of a sudden you're going to just hand it over to Obama and not tell anybody in the beginning that there was actually a race going on? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to crowd foul. So, besides, I actually don't think she can win. I don't. No, she couldn't win. And she's uh, she's pretty unhated. And plus, I've noticed since since it came out that where she says something about this is the first time she's ever been proud of America. Um, that speech has been running nonstop all over the place. It's no, Jimmy. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think she's interested anyway. I think no, because I think she's scared she might get assassinated. Is what I think. Do you know why? Yeah. Um, Colin Powell. They asked him one day. Because they wanted him bad to run. They figured he'd be mm-hmm. black first. And they begged and begged and begged. And finally, one day, I forgot where he was at. Anderson, no, he wasn't on Anderson Cooper. He was on uh, NBC. Then he finally said, he said, you know what? Really, why I don't want to win? He said, why? Well, he said, I don't want to Yeah, he said, I don't want to be the first black man to be president and be assassinated while I'm president. No. He said, I, I don't feel comfortable enough. And he said, think of my position, where I'm at and what I know. He said, I don't feel comfortable enough to um to be president of the United States. He thought he'd be assassinated. And Condoleezza Rice kind of felt the same way. But Condi, 
she she could run this country while sleeping and doing her nails, man. <laughs> it's um, what do you mean, Jack? No, she's an evil bitch too. She's just a smart evil bitch. Yes, she knows how to be an evil bitch without actually showing she's an evil bitch. Yes, she lets uh, she just tells other people how to go kill people for her. It's not like that. No. <laughs> she's actually a very nice lady, from what I hear, compared to all the other politicians. Which you've seen as soon as as soon as um. She as soon as Bush was over, she got out of politics. She said, "No, I don't want to do this. I'm out of here." Well, companies were offering her so much more money than she could make in politics. I mean, what she got off the NFL for them two years is she made more of the NFL in two years, and I think she made her entire life for every year. She yeah, was I don't even, I don't even think she went on the on the college circuit. You know, she just you know, I don't speeches or whatever. I don't think she even did that. She was doing negotiations for them. Well, yeah, she was she was doing negotiations for them, and then another company hired her to do them. And then I don't know what happened to her. She was up in Canada somewhere doing something. But She's the kind Stanford of money, yes, yeah, the kind of money she makes is just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, and you never hear Stanford. nothing about. Yeah, I no, yeah, she's, she's just Hoover teaching. Institution. Yeah, she's she's doing some teaching. I think she's also at the Hoover Institution as well. That's good. It means she's comfortable in what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, well, she was. What do you mean she was a bitch? I'm sure she was. If she had to put up with baby Bush, I'm sure you would be too, that whiny ass little bastard. Yeah. She's like, I'm sure doing the tax, she's probably going, now, Bush, you better grow us that here. See what, let's see what the news has to say. You know. And finally, Royce urges fellow Republicans to support Ukraine. He's a keynote speaker at Pepperdine, associate's dinner. That's, you know, that's college. She holds three degrees. Yeah, she's 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 an expert on Russian like Russian stuff. Yeah, she she's got a, a CBS interviewer here where she talks about uh, the the indictments on Trump. What the hell is this? He sent me this F four Phantoms, the strategic hmm. secret weapon U.S. readers should know about. Part three. What the well, Phantoms are strategic? They big rocks today. They're like, <laughs> like ancient. I mean, they're big rocks. I mean, maybe they use them. I don't know. I'm not. I, I know just recently. Like the Iranians use them, right? Yeah, and just recently, yeah, a set not, of raptors flew up underneath and was just flying underneath and freaking idiot Iranians didn't even know they were there. Is that a Grumman plane too? Isn't it F4 yeah. Phantom? That's made by Grumman. Uh, probably a lot of them planes back there were made by Grumman. Hmm. Uh, so again, NASA, by the way, has said they have found their fifth habitable planet now. Uh, so, um, so is anybody living there? I don't know, but there's probably, but they never will never say. Yeah, North Korea fires multiple oh, cruise missiles. So, watch this. Y'all want to see how funny this is going to be? So, here you go North Korea fires multiple cruise missiles. The day Trump becomes president, you probably will, you will probably never see another missile fired. <laughs> it will stop. <laughs> he scared him. He, he really thought the entire time he was there that Trump was going to assassinate him. And, and maybe he was. I did notice. Uh, so a bunch of Putin's older advisors and some of his, his allegory friends are saying that he is becoming increasingly paranoid daily. No kidding. Uh, so that's not a never a good thing when you when you have he five thousand. Drugs he's not taking that he I should be know, taking, like, or because the drugs he is taking. <laughs> I mean, the man has five thousand eight hundred nukes under his fingers. So I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Um, something we have to always yeah, consider. More than just nukes. He's got troops and planes and boats. And I'm, I'm not really worried about his troops. From what I'm seeing in the Ukraine, first off, his people don't want to fight. And think about it like this. And people, you know, a friend of mine got really mad at me about this the other day when I said this. But think about it like this. 
the Russians don't want to fight the Ukrainians. Do you really, really think they want to fight the Americans? Oh, hell really? no. They, they don't have nothing to do with it. They watched what we did in Iraq. They watched what we did in Afghanistan. They, no. They don't, they, it's just the even Americans. minutes to destroy all of the European, Iranian or whatever Air Force in the opening moments of that conflict. 15 so, minutes. So That's amazing. Well, the Ukrainians have already knocked a hole in their air defense so they can get all the way to Moscow now flying shit. And that's the Ukrainians. That's not a squadron of F-35s or F-22s. That's not the eye in the sky watching or dancing out of shit. It's basically like Alabama attacking Washington. Joe, they had some help. They had some help. The state of Alabama. Oh, yeah, they did have some help. They did have some help. Yes, they did. B-21 Raiders. I mean, come on. Just... The best thing you can do with the United States is leave us the alone. There is yes. no way. I don't care who you are. E- even China knows. Just leave us the best thing because China was getting all uppity. And I noticed China kind of backed down a little bit because our generals started putting shit all up in the China seas and, and running things through Taiwan. And they got nervous that by accident, uh, something might accidentally hit one of our ships because they had these big famous new carrier busters they had, right? Come to find out because of some of the new weapons we added to the carrier. Oh, oh shit, they don't work. Mm. Yeah. Back but, to the drawing board. The you put that many men and boats and planes in the water, in the air, someone's going to have an itchy finger and something could happen. Well, yeah, and they know that. So the best thing they, they just figured the best thing to do is, is just to back off a little bit. Besides, they're having really big financial problems. So keeping a fully funded military out there. And then it comes out of um, the middle government in China. That Xi Jinping don't trust his military. Really? Yes. I didn't hear that. Yes. Oh, it's in several newspapers I saw, or several articles I saw. So they're saying he doesn't directly trust it, and he's not directly in control of the military. He's only in control of the, yeah, he's in control of the the Congress. Yeah. So all Xi Jinping controls is the Congress, just like the president does. The other people control everything else. So, you know, they got a pretty big military not to be in control of it. But then there's the other problem. China has a bad problem of building crappy products, just like Russia does. Too much corruption. See, in the United States, it's corruption like at the yin-yang, but we cover our asses on it. So so we so we know, all right, there's going to be X amount of corruption, but we still have to have outstanding quality. So by doing so, triple the price. Okay, like you heard how much it costs to flush the uh, toilet system out on, this, on the um, space station. Did y'all hear about that? No. So if it gets it gets one clock because it's a pressure system, it clogs all the tanks up. It's four hundred thousand dollars every time they have to do it. Oh, they have to do it in the yeah. space. So they have to do it at least once a month. Oh my god. So just to, it's just to flush poop into space, and then it costs. Well, it gets clogged up. Actually, somebody up there must be eating the wrong products or something. I don't, I don't know, but it's a uh, it's 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 when you hear prices like that, or the guy was showing one of the the, the space toilets is forty five thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> I understand they're pressurized systems, but what the hell? What for, I have seen some high-end toilets in my time. I've even had my company install some, but forty-five thousand dollars. We had a guy had one that with eighteen carat gold feathers. He had two different bays. Had two Seriously? different. Oh yeah, had heat had heating settings on him. And this thing, this thing would warm up your butt while you were sitting. The seat was warming and shit. The back was warming. I mean, this thing was oh just a beast. God. I mean, you probably fall asleep taking it. You know. Anyway. Uh, and, and I think that one was somewhere around 15 G's. And now, of course, they don't go to space. I said, but we're so, you know. But really, I mean, after you make the first one, you get the mold and everything. Why does the other ones cost $45,000 each? I'm just, 
It's it's like when we busted him for the what was it the eighty five thousand dollar hammers really and what hammer were you what kind of hammer was that was that like some latinum with some 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 platinum <laughs> I'm just saying what the hell kind of I don't know people some of this shit was just too funny but anyway making the to make the point our government already knows this so we pad it so that that we can still get excellent quality and still allow whoever's stealing whatever to steal whoever's got to get their little fingers in it get their fingers in it. Russia and China don't have that kind of money. So unfortunately, these people still got to get their money. So it, it comes out of the quality of their ships. I mean, that, that, that junky carrier there. First off, the one they got from Russia, they should just go make it a coral reef somewhere. That would be the best thing. That, that would be the best thing they could do with that carrier. Because we're going to sink that bitch. The first time it sticks its nose out of somewhere, bloop, it's going to be gone. And we'll probably send one of our old junkie carriers out there to sink it. It's just, in the, or we might send we might send India because India has Russian carriers. We might send them over there to sink it. But it's it's too funny. And then China's supposed to be state of the art carrier is kind of like a oh, Nimitz wow. class. It's um, I don't know. It, it doesn't. Currently, we have twenty two carriers. We have a. Uh, uh, 10 big carriers in the fleet sailing all the time. We're supposed to have 11 and they're going to put that up to 12. But, and then we have all these other weird ass Harrier carriers and other jump carriers and things like these around, but uh, still kind of small. Tony's Gary yeah. looks kind of small. It is. Well, it's like I said, it's like a Nimitz class. It's not like a, it's not like a Ford class. Nimitz so. class had two launch areas. This thing has one. Oh, well then it's even smaller than that. Then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's one launch range. That's it. Doesn't have that. Oh no, Jack! No, Jackie, I didn't get to serve in the Nimitz. I served in Old Salty. Yeah, that's where who I served. Old Salty, the Nimitz. You have to be on the Nimitz, though. I was on the Nimitz. Yeah, I was. I was on the Nimitz. Actually, the the carrier wasn't called the Old Salty. The Rat Reactor was called Old Salty. Yes, that's what its name was. Yes, no, it's not classified. Um, Anyway, getting back to some other stories. No, I mean, there's just a lot going on. So for Trump. So, like I said, it doesn't look like Georgia, Florida is going to be a thing. I don't know. I don't even know if D.C. is going to make it. And they're saying it could even be possible with this thing with the Supreme Court that all the D.C. charges may get knocked out. So there, there's oh, oh, that's also I forgot that they, they dropped them. They're off the ballot in D.C. right now. They've been removed off the ballot. They were scheduled for March. They've been taken off the ballot. So Ooh, there, yeah. there's Trump's case in D.C. Oh wow! So standing right now, Georgia's not going to make it. Florida's not going to make it. It might not be DC. Wait, he's off the ballot for voting, or he's off the docket? No, the docket. Docket. I said ballot, didn't I? Yeah, docket. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's not off the ballot. Uh, He's off the docket. And as far as I can see, um, I know Wisconsin uh, was one of the states that said hold on, and some other state up there said they're waiting. Iowa. I thought I read up on it. Said they were going to take him off the ballot for the election and then they second guessed it and said they're they're gonna you know they're not gonna do that that's smart well, gonna so I, mean, I read i read the 14th amendment it, it clearly says you have to be prosecuted of a crime yeah i mean i think anyone who pulls him off the ballot any state he's breaking the law yeah the, the supreme court's gonna you know renege all of that it's political suicide is what it is and so now they're telling they're telling Mister Mister you know Mister Cali Governor out there if he don't get that gun law straight he might find his ass in jail because yeah. the Supreme Court overrode him on the gun law and he went ahead and, and acted anyway and everybody's like no you can't what, do what's that the gun law he acted on um, that 
it was where guns couldn't go. And a lot, I hate to say this though, a lot of the places he didn't want guns going, I actually agreed with, but um, still it got overturned mm-hmm. by this, by the, the court. The court said, no, you can't do that. You can't, you can't, it was too wide of a range is what the problem was. See down here, you can carry your gun everywhere, but you're not supposed to bring it in a church, even though there's not a law against it. Uh, there will be sooner or later, but there isn't one right now. You can't casinos. No, no, no. There actually is a federal and state law yeah. about carrying your gun in a casino. You will get in trouble for that. Of course, you can't bring in a police station. No federal buildings at all. Yeah, um, courthouses. Yeah, you know. yeah. I walked in with mine one day. The guy had a heart attack. I said, "Whoa, whoa, dude! I, I forgot I had it in my boot." I said, "I'll go put it in my car." He <laughs> got freaked out. And um, so places like that, bars are a no-no. Yeah, you can, no, any, no, any no. place that serves alcohol where you can consume it, you can't bring the gun. Yeah, so, uh, so... Public events like a football game, baseball game, high school football, soccer, whatever. Yeah, well, high school down here and football and all that, you can. Just you can't bring it to, like, the Superdome. Uh, but you yeah. can bring it... You, but even but in the college games, it's still a no-no, too. Even though there's not actually a law, it's still a no-no. Uh, but that's that's it. And and I agree. And, and you're not supposed to bring it in banks. But I found out there's not actually a law about you carrying your gun into the bank, which yeah. I was surprised about. It, it, a couple uh, of times, everybody had a gun on them, most just about, and they were in line at the bank with guns on them, uh, which is why most of the time, there. I mean, yes, there are bank robberies in the Western times, but most of the robberies occur on the pathways, on the roads. So they're attacking the payrolls on stagecoaches because there's less security, and you're not in, confined into a building. Yeah. So what's that, Jimmy? No, more and more as we got more modern, we didn't when people carrying guns here and there. And I'm and I'm fine with it. At schools, you shouldn't carry your gun in the school. No, I'm not saying they shouldn't uh, but, be armed security why, in why school. Why do you think that there are shootings in places? There are shootings in places where there are not guns. If if we if we had if we hired you know qualified you know you got to put these guys through strict you know psychological makeovers and. Uh, well, what they did make sure, down make here. sure they're accurate with their handgun uh, fire. But if you put armed, tra- well-trained guards in our schools, uh, school shootings would reduce to the point where maybe no deaths. But you know, they, well, you I mean, don't they have them on on many airplanes with the air marshals? Yeah, they do. And you, you never know. There's an air, right. There's I mean, you're in the air. You're they, in the they sky. <laughs> they are undercover. Yeah. You won't know. The stewardess right. will know. The captain of the plane will know. But right. you, you're you're not going to know. Yeah, and a lot right. of times the captain of the plane don't know. You don't sometimes have to don't. be told. No, sometimes, sometimes you don't. They're don't. not there. No, uh, Sky Marshal guys. That's just somebody who they're they they fly in random fly, flights. They're usually um, United States Marshal Service. They're, 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 it's usually bigger flights. Uh, you'll usually find them like seven twenty seven flights or no seven forty seven flights, stuff like that. The smaller planes you don't see them as much, but they do fly them. It's it's they, really they for them. Hand, it's about moving around and they carry handguns. Uh, federal hydroshock bullets. They they they're proven to not penetrate the skin of the ship. And cause you know giant disasters. <laughs> no, even even doing when nine eleven happened, no, they they had marshals on board the planes, and they've always had them on board the planes. It's been part of the marshal service for as long as I can remember. But they can't be on every plane. Just have you ever looked and seen how many planes they have in the sky at one time? There's thousands, literally thousands of them. Yeah, so you can't have a marshal on every plane, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't right anyway. The way you know things move around, you know, so they, it works pretty good. I mean. I've actually seen them in action before. There's lots of videos of them having to take people down in the plane. Like the the woman who slapped a black guy in the face twice, and the black guy just said, really, and slapped the living crap out of her and knocked her on her ass. I saw that. I saw that, yeah. And, um, you know, and everybody wanted to get mad at him. Like, why? I'm like, he, I mean, she went out of her way to slap. I'm like, look, I wouldn't even gave you the second slap. The first slap, I'd have slapped the crap out of you. 
I, I've always had the same rule for anybody. You don't put my hands on you. I don't put my hands on you. That's don't, don't touch me. I don't touch you. It's a simple concept. Um, it is people. It's a simple concept. So, wow. Check this out, Joe. Uh, there are 5,193 public airports in the U S yeah, get you, get you. I have, uh, I have, I, I use airport monitor to track, you know, live flights around the U.S. Not just here, around the world, for that matter. We use them for tracking uh, UFO sightings because I have JPEG, uh, J, JPLs track. So J truck is what it really is. So what you can do is if someone calls into us and says, "Hey, we saw something at this time at this place," I can go on, I can go on J track and see if it was a satellite, rule out a satellite. I can also go on airport monitor and airport monitor will go backwards up to one year. So I can go back to whatever time it was and look and see if there was actually a flight there. So if I can rule out there's no flights and there's no satellites, okay, then we know it's something else. Then we can start looking at it a little bit more seriously is maybe it's a, a, a UFO of a worthy of worth looking into. But a lot of times we find that, you know, and you can also track Venus and stuff like that. The three programs I use allows you to in real time, knock out either either make a sighting a real sighting or, or knock it out of the sky and we're one of the few groups that use them well move on scared to use them because half their sightings would go away jimmy lee yes mm-hmm. yes no they look i'm the one who busted them on stevensville they're still mad at me about stevensville um now i busted them on other stuff besides that but stevensville was just so bad for them and they've had quite a few of their members and then the most, on other- and then the most likely stuff will just disappear from their server Oh yeah, well that's the thing. So when I was with him, I was I, I was friends with I met Walt Andrews a long, long, many, many moons ago, and um, uh, because of something that Linda had sent to him, and uh, he took a big interest into us and and into the cases, and then when I started working for him um, as a um, I was an investigator at first, and then Linda was doing research analysis, and we were just doing a lot of research for him. Well, every time I'd send in a group of stuff, I'd ask. Has anybody reviewed it or can I get some feedback or can I look at some other data to see if somebody else's data matches us? Well, it was like, I don't even know if they were keeping this shit. <laughs> and then, then I found out from Walt Anders that a bunch of the stuff was put in the cardboard boxes and was sitting on his garage floor at his house. I was like, what? So that was even accessible. And then when we formed iCar and got the radio station, a bunch of our directors and our hosts said, look, we will help you take everything you have in paper and put it to disc and, uh, and just give it to you. We won't, I said, we won't even make a copy for ourselves. I said, we, and I said, I, I said, I will put it in right. And I said, we'll give you everything back on a disc just so, you know, paper shit happens to paper. And, uh, and I, and we were actually going to put it just, we were going to put it on thumb drives. And um, they said, no. And still to this date, from what I understand from the people I know there, it's still that data is still not on anything. Hmm. Yeah, no, they got websites, and I know I, I still have a lot of friends over there. I just, I just I, with the this with this new director, I've never met him, never talked to him. All the rest of them I've met and talked to. Uh, I just, uh, I like being places where I know that we're in it for honesty and truth, and not for um, <laughs> uh, what can I tell the Fed? <laughs> I've said before, if the government asks me, I'll tell them. I've never lied about that, but. It'll be on my on my standards, not theirs. I mean, on my terms, not theirs. Yes. Anyway, enough about that. Um, so, yeah, it's looking like out of the five five cases against Trump, looks like three of them for sure will not probably make it for election time. Maybe four. And the New York thing, most people are just laughing about the New York thing. So that's not that won't hurt him. So if these don't go, he's going to murderize Biden. 
I mean, even the people who said he wouldn't vote for him if he was found guilty won't have anything to bitch about. He will murderize Biden. And Dean, yes, he will just. <laughs> you know, it's a doggy thing to do. Well, no, he needs to wait until the end of his term because if not, they're going to try to impeach him. And then, then take everything away and say, okay, I give myself immunity for all of this. Ta-da! No, they they can't take it back. No. Besides, it'll probably be a rep- if, if he does even a decent job, it'll probably be a Republican government. Because who do they got? They got Michelle Obama. Comey's not going to run because he sucks. Newsom. Newsom got spanked by 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 uh, Santas and Santas. Yeah. He sucks. I don't know. They don't have anybody. The only good guy they had, they made become an independent. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you never know who's going to come up. Maybe it'll be what's that? Um, that big black girl. What's her name? Oh no, she left and became a Republican. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> she said the only child. Um, oh, so I want to talk about this for a few minutes. So. I had some friends, um, and I had heard about this before, but I got some friends that work for Apple. You know, Apple. Y'all know who Apple is, right? Apple's yeah, located fruit in California. Company, right? Yeah, big, big fruity company. Anyway, they, they work out here. They're out in California. Big, big, pays big, big taxes to Cali. We're talking, whoa, man. Probably support San Diego. So a couple of days ago, about a week ago, they had a meeting. They told all their employees, well, guess what? If you want your job, you will have to move to Texas because you know what? We're the bleep, 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 out of California. And they're leaving. Really? Even yeah. after they built that massive headquarters? They have a huge, they have. Yeah, they have a huge complex up there. I mean, it's I, Look, I was just as stunned. I was, and I, and I was looking. I said, mm. maybe it's a hoax. Maybe it'll come back as something else. And then the next day I seen another article. I was like, oh, come on. The, and the then, whole operation and everything. So then when I talked with Randy, he said, no, it's true. They told us that we want to keep our jobs. And uh, But you know what? Everybody forgot. SpaceX and Tesla had huge complexes in California, and they just said F them and moved they're, to Texas. They're in Texas now, too. Yeah. yeah it's, um, wow. <laughs> well, one, so the, uh, one of the guys said they will pay about 10% of the tax that they're paying to California. So that's, that, that means raises for everybody. No, it just means cheap, and they'll get cheaper labor too. Yeah, it right? is cheaper in labor Texas. in Texas. Yeah, not that mm. much cheaper than Texas. Texas people are kind of greedy. <laughs> they, they, they they used to live in the high life in Texas, man. There's a lot of people in Texas. What uh, twenty uh, thirty million in Texas now? Uh, actually, if everybody keeps from California moving, there, will be Texas will pass it. Texas wasn't due to pass California for uh, fifteen years, but at this rate, it may happen sooner. Hey, Sean, Sean, what's the uh, is, or is there a big turnaround from Democrat to Republican in California now? Is it no? There, there's there's no, there are no Repu- I mean, there are Republicans in California, but it's so corrupt. It's been a one-party state for, for 20, a long time. 30, yeah, yeah. There's no. I mean, there's there is a Republican Party here, but they're not really. I think um, I think in the last presidential, and, I, and don't hold me to this. I think there was thirty-six percent. And, and and they said that was high, so. Uh, well, no there's one, plenty. Of, there's plenty of like the Republican people on the right. They're just they don't live in the cities, right? They all live out in the Central Valley yeah. and up in the mountains. Oh, and, speaking of that, who was it? Um, one of the states said they want to change the way they do their votes, and they want to make it um, like an electoral college. They said because they're tired of just three cities 
uh, uh, the dictating with the whole state. So I forgot what state it was, but 90% of the state uh, counties voted red. Only three counties voted blue. So they're kind of like, well, look. Yeah, so that's they, that, that's like every state, right? It's like, so, I mean, that's, so they're kind of like, to well, California, could apply they, they, to Pennsylvania, could apply to. So they're kind of like, well, we don't want. We don't want them three cities dictating what happens to the rest of the state. So they really want to put an electoral college in for the states. Boy, that would just get things complicated. Oh my God. It'd be interesting, but complicated. Um, what was that? The, the, the Don Juan. Oh God. Uh, it's uh no, I don't, I don't, I, it would be complicated. It would be interesting, but it would be complicated. I think it's going to be a complicated election anyway. How <laughs> we look at it. Oh, what's going oh, we on? We lost Sean. We're showing it. This Sean. Okay. I think he just turned his camera off. There he is. Yeah. It's. I. I don't know, but it, it's. It's going to be interesting to see where all this pans out to be. Uh yeah, Jim. Yes, seen. Hold on. Where did you see it? Uh, what was that? Oh yeah. Oh, and that's. Let's talk about this for a minute. So you know, Putin formally asked for Alaska back, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he said he said the deal. We we effed him out of out of Alaska. He wasn't even involved in the deal. No, he yeah. said that we effed them, whoever it was, Soviet Union, whoever the hell at the time. It How was. long ago was that? No, it wasn't. It ago? wasn't even the Soviet Union. No, it was, like was eighteen sixty seven. Yeah, and it was like the Czar. Eighteen sixty. What the hell is he talking about? He said, but it was like the Czar. But he said we cheated them because we got it for like one cent an acre. He said we cheated them, which we probably did. So I mean. That's a, ain't no way we're giving it back. We're not giving it back. <laughs> well, it ain't useless anymore, but we're not giving it back. So it's not going to happen. Oil and gold, what do you know? I mean, it's, it, it's what makes us the second or third largest country in the world. Without it, we wouldn't be. We'd be like sixth or seventh. Uh, actually, there's a lot of countries. There's a lot of countries the size of the continental U.S. Brazil is. There's a bunch of countries our size. But, but we have Alaska, which is half the size of the continental U.S., a little more than half. Yeah, we're not giving hey, what- it back. I'm going to bring up uh, Yemen, Yemen, whatever. Yemen, the Houthis. Yeah, what the hell's going on? Are the country Yemen? Yeah, with the Houthis. That are supposedly destroying the Houthis and the Blowfish. And they're, you know, you know. (laughs) The Houthis. The Houthis. Houthis. It's, um, you know, there's a lot going on over there. So, so. They're attacking us. We're attacking them. So we 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 just did a bunch of airstrikes. Oh, and we just sent our new um, stealth buster over there. So there we so we got a new ship. It's a new system actually that finds stealth vehicles. So we got it over there now, and we're going to use it and see how that well this thing works. If this works like they say, they're going to deploy this thing all around the planet. Stealth will now become useless for everybody else but the United States. <laughs> It's a, but I was wondering when somebody was going to come up with it. Well, long story short, a long time ago, when the X-117 stealth fighter came out, some kids, I think it was Ireland or Scotland, were sitting down near a cell phone tower uh, when their phone started acting really strange. Uh, and guess what it was flying over? An X-117 stealth. So they learned that cell phone towers, if the stealths were flying between 500 and 1,800 feet, could be picked up. Uh, by the by phone towers. So they, they they used that to start using them, a certain type of wave they were using. Uh, and now, I guess they figured it out. We'll see. It's, it's over. I was reading about it today. It was deployed today. Oh, it's out for deployment. So we'll see how it does. Yeah, they, know, just, okay. they just launched some strikes today. Yeah, they've been steadily <laughs> launching like, strikes. 
85 targets in Iraq and and Syria. Why can't they flatten Yemen or Yemen or whatever? Why can't he? Yeah, why just flatten them? Make them one big. Look, we shouldn't even be blowing in poor people up. I mean, unfortunately, we're doing it because of Iran, but. See, I look at this differently. I think we should just attack all of Iran's facilities and put a stop to it. And uh, because we just keep killing people all around the place. If you take Iran out of it, they're just going to run out of weapons in a couple of weeks anyway. But we won't do that. We just keep allowing Iran to just keep rearming people. See, Trump would have already dealt with this. He would have just, he would have called up to the Ayatollah and said, I'm going to tell you this one time, dude. There are two submarines parked off your coast right now. Just the next thing that happens is going to be because of you. So you either roll these people in and get them under control or guess what's going to happen. We're going to wipe out all your production systems in your entire country and put you back into a third world nation. Do you want that to happen? And you can't say he wouldn't because he did it to Syria while he was having dinner with Xi Jinping. Um, The man, he got balls, I'll tell you that much. And it, it would be the way, and that's the only way you can handle Iran. You can't go, oh, Iran, look, every time we owe Iran, somebody gets blown up. I mean, how much money did we give them under Obama? A whole pallet, what, $44 billion? Six, six billion. Yeah, six it was, it was, it was I, I, think, I, I think they took it back, though. I think they they found a way to, like, re- revert it or something. I don't um, know. I, I mean, because that, that was so corrupt. How could I you mean, revert all that money? Because I think it was like Cotter was supposed to be holding it in custody and there were certain conditions that had to be um, met. And then Iran started going crazy again. And uh, we basically stopped. I mean, money's fungible. People were like, well, you know, you got people getting on CNN saying, well, those funds were only for this distinct purpose, but they weren't for, I just like, come on. Like if they just put money for that distinct purpose, they just repurpose another 6 billion to fund terrorism. It's just like, just the insanity of some of this stuff that people say out loud. Money is fungible. Oh, yeah. so, I, I, I don't, the whole, that whole thing was like, what are we doing? I mean, we don't buy, we don't buy back hostages because all that does make other people want to get hostages. I mean, mm-hmm. six billion dollars, well, a lot of money. I mean, that's what happened in the late eighties, right? Like we sunk like two thirds of their Navy. And then uh, in 1987, I think the 87 or 88, the USS Stark accidentally shot down a passenger airliner. Yeah, I remember that. An Iranian passenger airliner. And the Iranians thought we did it on purpose. And and their take was it from, oh, crap, now they're serious. So, (laughs) (laughs) It's a good warning, uh, even if it is an accident, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, that's that's kind of the mentality that they have is – um, it's horrible what happened. It's we certainly didn't do it on purpose, but that's not what they thought. And they thought that that was a a sign that we, you know, the gloves were off finally. Yeah, that's. I think that's the mentality of the culture. Um, if we were going to attack them, it wouldn't be to knock one of their planes out of the air. We would, you know, send all of our planes over the top of their planes and bomb them from above. Well, wait, all of their planes are our planes anyway. Everything they're flying used to belong to us. Yeah, I would not be surprised if we had some sort of kill switch. We could drive by and, like, you know. Well, I don't know about a kill switch, but we, we don't really need a kill switch. I mean, after watching. No, with the technology we yeah. have now, we can destroy all of our old stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all haven't seen this video, y'all need to go watch this. So these two Iranian pilots are just cruising along in F-4 Phantoms. La, 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 la. And then all of a sudden you see there's an F-22 off in a distance. And, you know, and then there's one right underneath the F-4. I mean, just right underneath. He's just cruising along with him. So the guy on the side of him don't even notice he's there. 
the guy underneath him has no idea he's in. He just kind of rolls out in between. Yeah, like, until he bugs out. Hey, you know, <laughs> how y'all? He's like, how y'all doing? Why don't you go home? And they just both, you see both things go, whoosh, you just haul ass the other way. They kicked in the afterburners. Nothing like a Phantom with his afterburners on, man. At the time, people, Phantom was a beast. I mean, today it's not, but when it was when it was built, it was it was a, a beast of a jet. Yeah. No, the Raptor, the Raptor is the beastiest thing we have. If screw the F thirty five, the Raptor is the shit. Why they don't want to build more Raptors is beyond me because it, it shames the F. What do they cost? Like twenty billion a piece or something? Yeah. Like that? Every 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 head to head dogfight, the Raptor just annihilates the F thirty five. And think about this. The F-35 annihilates everything else on the planet, but the Raptor annihilates it, and we don't for some reason. We got enough of them. We're going to keep them around for, I think, 50 years or so. But um, but for some reason, we don't. And a bunch of people wanted to make reproduce them, but I guess somebody over there at whatever company it was got in trouble, and they just said, we're not going to give you the money. Well, in the very beginning, the, F-30, the F-22s were called the Widowmakers, so they, they killed a lot of pilots. They were really dangerous mm-hmm. in the beginning. Well, they're all fly-by-wire. All, all the new jets are fly-by-wire. So, you know, they have to be shielded because, you know, EMP can screw up fly-by-wire. So all that stuff has to be – I hope I didn't break something there. Anyway, um, I think we're okay. But um, <laughs> they have to be They have to be shielded. That's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah the not, without its computers, is, it, it's ballistic. It's just a brick in, in the air. If you, if you don't have those yeah. computers working – yeah, so it was starting with the with that with that from with that particular plane up. So the F eighteen is still uh, is still fly by wire, and everything below it is fly by wire. But everything above it is is not fly by wire. It's, there's no wires. It's it's no no. It's just a whole different system. They're beastified. No, I didn't get to work on them because I got out the navy before we got the F seventeens. The the X X yeah the X one seventeen. Sorry. They were great planes. They still are great planes. We still have them. We haven't retired them yet. They big ugly things. To compare to the new stealth yeah, fighters, they up on Area Fifty Two. But you should you seen hmm. what they did in Desert Storm? They literally took out all of the Russian defense because that was all I Russian watched defense live stuff on, on CNN. It was like yeah. watching Star Wars live on television. It was amazing. They they took out all, all of Iraq's defenses in AAA in no time at all. Uh, there was air superiority is in less than in a week and total dominance of the entire area by air in less than six months. I mean, it was, it was, it was, and they remember they used to brag about their big million man army and all this top of the line Russian equipment. And they did, they had top of the line Russian equipment. And you've seen, you've seen, so there's a school, there's a group of Avery's coming, right? <laughs> this is so freaking hilarious. So you see this big tank core just, and they're over and you know they can fire on they can fire on the rolls so, well of course you know they can show on but they can they can fire the rolls so they're just wiping shit out as they're cruising along all of a sudden you see white flags just start popping up all over the place well they didn't so, even see they didn't even in the battle of 70 oh, was battle so 73 nice. easting with like hr mcmaster when he was a company commander they didn't even see the m1s they just oh. st- started seeing their turrets popping off yeah, it was it was uh, it was insane. It was it was yeah. insane. But after that, the Iraqis started surrendering every time they started tanks, yeah. or the Bradleys for that matter. They just started sur- surrendering. So, and then uh, and then we were just steadily just rolling cruise. It also shows you how well. What the hell did the camera? It also shows you how well 
our cruise missiles really were. Because this is way back. We're talking 20, 20 something years ago now. Mm-hmm. And then cruise missiles was a beast. Just think of the technology and inventions well, today. I, now it's like it's like 30 years, right? It's like 30 years. Yeah, it's like 30 years. years. I think it it's, been, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 been a long time. It's um oh people, that was the first real uh, Vietnam was the first taste of a televised war, but not like Desert Storm was. No. Desert Storm was in your living room, man, on your 70-inch TV. You're like, wow. You're sitting there with CNN going, boom, oh shit, what was that? This one, see, you got like Schwarzkopf or... coming on, like, just oh, first yeah, thing, you know, first we're gonna cut him off, then we're gonna kill him. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Well, you, well, Chris, think of this so the Russians have lost 12 generals, it might be more than that now, lost count, but they lost 12 generals already in Ukraine because of stupid shit like using cell phones and, and certain types of radios. That's how they find it. Do you realize we had we had generals on the ground in Iraq? And not one of them ever became, even came close to being in trouble. Because our generals are insane to start off with. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. they are. <laughs> the Army generals especially, they're whacked in the head. Um, no, they, well, if they want to go on the front line, you can't stop them. But no, they're not supposed to go on front lines. They're not. They do, not. though. They, they do. do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, do. Because a good, a good general, do. yeah. A good yeah. general is going to put himself out there because he's probably been in this shit before when he was younger. So he wants you to know, hey, look, I'm here with you. And let me tell you what, them guys will fight way to hell more if they see their boss out there yep. on the line with them. Yes, that's uh, the truth. They'll that's be like, the you know, well, yeah, because if, if because it's not just the kids out there dying anymore. Well, to be honest with you, the United States isn't really a kid military, and it's hard to explain. So after 50 years of war, uh, we have the most, probably the most trained population for killing people in the entire world four times over. Think about it. A good 20% of our population now has fought in some type of war in the Middle East. Uh, and and everybody else, a good another 20% have been trained to fight in wars. It's it's just different. It's not like Russia or China. No, China hasn't been in a real war with anybody. Who? They ain't been a, the only country to have invaded was what uh, where, the, where the Dalai Lama lived. Um. No, so I mean, last 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 big conflict they had was 1970. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's the mysteriousjapan.com. And that was like two weeks, and the Vietnamese like killed 50,000 of them. Yeah, it's, it's they, just they sent them right back out. Yeah. Well, 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 Maddie, the Chinese stayed behind their wall for 5,000 years and left everybody alone. We went over there and bugged them. They didn't come out to find us, we went in to find them. Oh yeah, man! You just just read all is because we wanted to trade with them, we wanted to find out who they were, and still, even today, 
They want Taiwan back, and uh, and they do want to give themselves a buffer zone in the China Sea, but you don't see them out there trying to – they don't get in conflicts like we do. They're not spread out all over the world blowing shit up. That's us, not them. Let's keep that shit straight. Well, Russia's just pissed off at the Ukraine because Putin thought, ooh, this will be easy. I'll get some brownie points. I'll roll right in and take this over like it's nothing. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and that's all there is to it, and guess what? Here we are going, what, two years now? And still. You mean a tank squadron? You know, I read about that the other day. So Russia rolled in whatever their best tanks were. They rolled in a whole squadron. They pulled them off the Polish line and sent them over there. And now nobody knows where they are. Some people say they've been destroyed and Russia just don't want to say it. But I would figure if the Ukraine did it, they would be out there, you know, bragging, oh, we got the best tanks Russia had. Oh no, the, Rus- the, the Ukrainians have killed a lot of Russian tanks. It's 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 kind of pathetic how many Russian tanks they've killed. Yeah, but um, if the whole battalion went went up in smoke, Ukraine would say yeah, you, know, you would know. So then know, I'm you know. so then I'm watching this invasion group of Russia again the other day, and they're on a road in a straight line, and I'm and I'm doing this. I'm going, and who's running this? I mean, <laughs> really. First off, they should be grateful the United States is not here because the Warthog would have just came along. Oh, look at this. All I'm having, they'd have had a freaking field day, man, until they were out of ammo. It's, I, I don't – and this ain't the first time I've seen this. So the U.S., when they deploy anything like that, they deploy it much differently than that. What do you mean? Well, even if the U.S. had to use a single road, they would have their tanks spread out way more than that. You're not going to come in and get two for one or three for one on an American tank. That's not going to. And that's if the damn tank don't shoot your ass out of the air while you're flying around. <laughs> oh, no. it's this Tanks ain't like they were in World War II, my friend. They have way more ordnance now than they used to have. Way, way different ordnance than they used to have. And they've got other systems on board. Christopher, I did hear that. I haven't seen it, but I did hear that they were developing a new tank to replace this one. But that would be 20 years, man. Why? There's nothing wrong with the one we got. Nobody else in the world can take it on. Why? Uh, China don't have anything to take it on with. As long China as you keep maintenance on them, and you know, when they get old, we recycle them with a the new so, one. But yeah. So this is this is a true statement. We got enough tanks to line go go across the entire width of China two times, so we could just start them all up. And just keep on rolling through China, just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Give them a little air support, and it'd be. It it is sad. Well, it's like the um, B fifty two bomber. So, during Vietnam, we had enough B fifty twos that we could line them up wingtip to wingtip and carpet bomb the entire country if we wanted to. Uh, but we didn't. Uh, who knows why? I I know Germany keeps saying we're getting into World War Three. Russia's thinking we're getting into World War Two. China's making. They're going to go invade Taiwan, which is, I don't know why they want to do that, because we can't let them have Taiwan. But, you know, people, we don't, we don't, and I hate to say this like this, but Americans really don't give a shit what happens to the Taiwani people. What we're worried about is the American chips. We have high-end, serious chips over there that we cannot let China have. And there is supposed to be a plan in place to destroy them, but I don't think, I don't think America's going to chance it. I think America will roll in and bomb the whole entire place out of existence. Yeah, sports third policy. I mean, if we can't get if we can't get them, we have to destroy them. More than likely, what they'll do is they'll have an accidental nuke and blame it on China. Oh yeah, I can you bet your ass. 
it'll it'll have a Chinese signature on it, and it'll it'll, it'll say that <laughs> one one it escaped one of their ships, and yeah, that's that's the only thing they could do because we can't let China have the, the we just can't. It's mm. not it's not it's a non option for us. It's um the fact that anybody was stupid enough to give a Taiwan that close to the Taiwan China to start off with is amazing to me. And the fact that we weren't producing no chips in our country, who, whoever was a president that let that happen should be drawn and quartered. I mean, and whatever Congress was in control when that happened should also be drawn and quartered. I mean, who the hell thought that was a good idea letting some of the most sensitive stuff we have out into the. Probably Democrats. You're getting mad, Joe. Yeah, well, it's because it's ignorant. Some things, when I when I look and you 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 think, okay, yeah, we want we want we want to help Taiwan, but we didn't have to give them class one chips. We could have gave them like class two, class three. Uh, we didn't have to give them the chips that run the F thirty fives, or a lot of other jets around the planet, or tanks for that matter. I mean, well, I, I just, I mean, why would you even risk that? Well, what, what about DVDs, CDs, DVDs, and Blu rays? I mean, this is groundbreaking technology. Where was it developed? I don't know where. Man, I, when I was in college in in in, in Georgia in Savannah, we had, we were the um, East Coast test facility for Sony um, video uh, cameras, and this was like you know eighty nine through ninety six when I was down there doing doing classes. They um they sent us you know millions of dollars worth of stuff every six, seven, eight months. The test is, I mean, how do you see if your stuff is going to hold up? You give it to college students. And um, we got we got a, a preview of the first DVD system. It was uh, it was um, 20, $25,000 or $26,000 altogether. This was the early 90s. The television itself was like fifteen grand. The, the blue, there was a converter from uh, a, a Navy converter from analog to digital, which was like ten grand. The, the DVD player was another twelve grand. I mean, the, the system was amazing, but it was so expensive back then. I mean, we're talking, you know, a hundred thousand dollars just yeah, well, for that you system. Know, you know, the first Texas uh, instrument calculator, first off, was this big, and it cost yeah, five well, G's. Big as a book. Uh, but you know, now now they're as big as a credit card. It costs like two dollars. <laughs> you're smaller well. than that. They have uh, all, like rub, these rubber keyboards. You can roll up and put them in your pocket. So while we've been talking, I just read uh, that yet another general. <laughs> In Russia, in Crimea, have been killed on an Air Force base attack. <laughs> so Putin must have just needed to get rid of some generals. I mean, this must be what this war is about. How could you lose like fourteen generals? I mean, that's that's almost like an impossibility. We 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 went through all of World War II. I don't think we lost any. I don't. Uh, um, I mean, I can't be a hundred percent sure. Yeah, we, we probably lost some. But you, know, you got to you got to give them credit though. At least they're up with their troops, right? It's not well, they like are. They are. They, I don't. You got to give them choice. credit for that. I don't think you they know? have a choice. I think Putin <laughs> said, "You can die here. You can die there. Make your freaking mind yeah. down." Putin's one probably calling him on the phone, getting him killed. <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy, how you doing, man? Oh no, dude, you can't call me. Hey, General Smirnov, protect this city. Boom, General Smirnov is now dead. <laughs> the best well, way to get rid of your your you know i your think i think bonus, um, I, I think if if uh what's his face in the ukraine can take back crimea he may settle uh he may get with russia and try to end this war because that's really what he wants he wants crimea back that's and his russia, goal yeah 
He, he's not giving up until he gets the whole country. I mean, back, I, I know, Crimea. I know why Russia doesn't want to give it back because they need a Black Sea port. Uh, they don't have. And wait, just the other day, uh, Russia says it didn't happen, but the ship disappeared. Ukraine said they sunk another big battleship in um, <laughs> in the Black Sea. I, I don't know what to think. Well, I'm confused because we have we have stuff. I've been watching this conflict in, in Israel, and we've been blowing drones out the sky left and right. I mean, all over the place. They, they, our ships have been attacked dozens of times. We've been blowing them out. All We've been blowing them out, attacking other ships, attacking our ships, attacking targets. So I'm, I'm confused on why the Russians haven't been able to do this. I'm really starting to think that there's more Russians siding with the Ukrainians than we realize. Because some shit just seems unreal. I mean, we're, we're talking a battleship here. I mean, you know how well, to beat the armor is? To be, to be fair, the drones we're shooting out of the sky in the Red Sea are Houthi and the Blowfish versions, right? <laughs> Whereas we're, we're, the stuff that we're, they're, shooting, they're trying to shoot down over Russia is, uh, you know, it's like U.S. technology, you know, a lot faster, a lot more maneuverable. Well, I don't know the you ones know? that they, the Houthis have been getting the Iranian technology. It's supposed to be pretty good. That's some of the ones that Russians have been using. Yeah, and still Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukraine's getting their drones Shahid, from Shahid, Iran whatever. as well. Yeah. Things are not as good as uh, American. Well, I I agree with that. Yeah, it's just we just. We just but but like Houthi and the Blowfish, they just throw out like the uh, well, what you call it, the like cardboard, you know, like wooden wooden things, whatever. They're cheap to make. Like this stuff's really cheap and easy to make. But oh yeah, they're just not as not as sophisticated as what we have. Uh oh we, uh, well, Christopher, a lot of the ones they have are just. Standard drones like you would use in your yard, and it has a little clip on it that holds a bomb, and it just flies over and drops it. Matter of fact, there's uh, what they call them, switchblade versions of them that you can drop, and that'll take off, and you can drive them for little ways. Yeah, I've seen them on – I was watching some show the other night. They were talking about the manufacturer who makes it, and he says they make tens of thousands at a time. So, yeah, drones are going to change the way war is fought. You know, I mean, it'll, it'll save a lot of lives on the battlefield anyway. Um well, plus, for, plus the Navy's got those phalanx. They got those phalanx guns. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they're they're guns. Guns. Like a Russian tank doesn't have that kind of, you know, it's got anti-tank firepower, but it doesn't, you know, anti-aircraft stuff. It's not. They might have a Deshuka, whatever. And they just redid millimeter cannon or machine gun. They they added another phalanx to each each carry, and they changed something because of the uh, hypersonic missiles that Russia had. So that they have plenty enough time to shoot one down on the way. And so we, being American, stupid, we shot one of ours at the Ford to see if we could shoot it down, which we did, thankfully. You know, it was a, that was the first shit we ever did, a live fire test. We actually shot a big-ass warhead right next to the ship just to see how it would handle it. The damn ship didn't even notice it went off. It was like, what the <laughs> hell, man? What did we build here? It's uh, No, people, they didn't get that close, man. This thing is $14 billion. Somebody might have got upset we blew some bulkheads off. <laughs> uh, but it was cool to watch. It really was. Uh, no, we got we got some super stuff. And we got... um. We have microwave cannons on board a lot of the ships now. So, well, yeah, they take out drones. They just hit them with the microwave and the drone just goes. Sooner or later, well, putting microwave shielding on drones will make them too heavy. Uh, we haven't, we, ha we don't really have that kind of new material, light, lightweight material. So we'll get there. And they're also yeah. currently kind of well, we still too noisy. Is, but but all not we real have to do is, 
I want right, to ask the aliens for some of that technology, dude. They don't want to give us that technology. We might use it on them. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, no, humans bad. <laughs> aliens good, humans bad. Um, we're, we're getting their used up scraps. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, Christopher, I would predict if Trump becomes president, unless somebody uses a nuke uh, before then, I would think within six six months, the war in uh, Ukraine will be over with. Yes, there'll, there'll be a deal uh, and it'll be over with. And the, 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 the one in Israel is, is, is more complicated because it's not really a war. It's, it's, it's more the like religious a religious war, ain't it? No, religious at this point, yeah, it's not a war because it's only one-sided, really. It's more like a cleansing. So you got two things going on with Israel. You got Israel doing whatever the hell they're doing in, the Pal- in Palestine right now, which they need to chill out about. But then you've got them fighting a border war outside. Uh, so they're fighting a little mini war inside and a border war outside. So they have to, and they're starting to catch a lot of flack from around the planet now. Uh, people are, are getting tired of seeing them killing innocent people in Palestine. So they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to balance this out. And they don't care if they kill Houthis and Hezbollah outside. They blowing some bitches up all day. They don't care about that. But uh, now they they feel like that Israel has gotten even for all the babies and teenagers that were killed, and maybe it needs to calm down some. So personally, I would evict their asses out of my country. I'd say, you know what? This has been nothing but problems. I don't care where you go, but you can't live here anymore. Get out. When the Egyptians won't agree to come in and and take control of that place, you know you got problems. You know you got problems. Uh, Chris, you mean Brax? So it's it's Saudi Arabia, Egypt, two other Middle Eastern countries, China and Russia, and um, somebody else. So it it was it was going it was going no England ain't in that. He said uh, India. India. Oh, India. So so it was going real well, but then now Russia's collapsing, China's collapsing, so their money's not worth anything. So Saudi, I can tell you, is not going to stay for long because Saudi's greedy. So they they won't stay for much longer because uh, no Iran's in it, yeah. But the the so they were trying to base China was doing really well. So the Brexit was going to be based on the Chinese yin, just like it's everything's based on the American dollar. But unfortunately, Trump went a little crazy with the sanctions before he got out, and then Biden actually put a few more in there. So. Uh, they're 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 on the edge of bankruptcy. That's where they are, and a lot of their economy was inflated. We talked about a lot of this four years ago. A lot of their economy was inflated, and here we found out for sure. So they were they were projecting wealth much higher than what they actually had. Yeah, but so, what the past is a country as big as China when they're you know facing this. So kind now of they're saying class, now they're saying that China be- may never surpass the United States' largest economy. Yeah, I don't know why I was reading about. But are they going to attack because of these these results? Or because of the fact that they're going bankrupt, are they going to attack? What? Who are they going to attack? They can't attack the United States; they'll lose. They're going to attack Russia. What they should local, do? Right? I mean, they don't have the money. If they're going bankrupt, they have. To, they, well, so I mean, what they need to do is do when they when they're facing bankruptcy, do they attack or do they fold up shop? I mean, well, what they should do is attack Russia and take Russia over because they need the expansion room anyway, and they need the minerals and they need the fuel. So if they did that. They could bloom and they'd have a lot of room for all their, their people. They'd be the largest country, have a lot of minerals, have a lot of oil. Uh, you know, they could find themselves in a better position. But what would the United States and Europe do? Will we allow them yeah. to take Who are we going to side with? <laughs> are we going to stand no, back and let them go? If it came down to Russia and China, who would win? 
Right. At this China, point, with, Russia with, with Russia you know, committed in Ukraine, probably China. No, Russia would, because Russia would nuke Hong Kong and Beijing. Boom, boom. And, and they would nuke the, the Chinese Navy. China's got 400 nukes. Russia's got 5,800. It's, it's not a contest. It really is. And, and Russia, Putin is not going to give up his sovereignty, so he's, he'd, he'd nuke them. He'd probably nuke Hong Kong first to prove a point. And if they didn't get the message, he'd nuke Beijing next. And uh, and I don't know if 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 China's missiles are even good enough not to be shot down. Yeah, and if he uh, if he nukes Hong Kong, what is what is what is England going to do? They have a lot I, of assets there still too. Yeah, I know, and and they're going to get pissed. But uh, what are they actually? They're not going to nuke. They're not going to. And nuke they've got America. nukes. So. <laughs> yeah, they you got know. nukes, but they're not going to. There's only it was nine country with nukes, so uh, they're not they're not going to nuke. I mean, the two. The, so between the United States and Russia, there's over eleven thousand nukes. If you combine everybody else, I'm not even sure if it goes over like a thousand or, or maybe two thousand. Yeah. It's not a lot. China's got four hundred or five hundred. I think it's five hundred. Um, and then it goes. They, to only, they don't need one. I mean, that's you know one drop. But they need bottom. they need but they need nukes that can do stuff and get there. And and we don't really know what kind of missiles they're using. You know, uh, what kind of defenses Russia is going to use, or the United States is going to use, or England's going to use. So I, I don't I don't I don't feel the quality of China's missiles may not serve them the way they need. Well, yeah, them. And, and even if they were to attack us instead of Russia, they'd have to fly their ru- missiles over Russia. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they, all they would have to do is put it on a spy balloon and fly it into Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that bitch right well, over New could, York. No, as long as Biden was still president, you're all good. They put it in an Amazon Prime uh, container and get hit San Francisco, yeah. and then boom. So they asked, San Francisco. they asked Trump about that the other day. He said, yeah, we should have considered an act of war and immediately parked nuclear warheads right off his coast and said, hey, dude, have you lost mm-hmm. your effing mind? Uh, uh, that was a big no-no, and we're thinking about taking that one. Huge. That's a finger no-no. At, at that point, I'd say, you're going to have to sacrifice the city. Which one is it going to be? And, he, you know, and Putin would be – but in the end, you know, you can get into a nuclear war with us. I mean – China don't have enough n- missiles to get them here, so we'll knock them out the sky. Russia, if they can get all five thousand eight hundred launched, has a chance of getting some of them here. But if they, if Russia shoots a dozen missiles at a time, they'll never they'll never make it here. I, I don't uh, think even if they shot five thousand at a time, they'd get. Well, them. first off, they got they got to get through Elon Musk's system because he's already Elon's already tested it. So he took one of his Earth, um, up his Earthlings or whatever the hell he calls them. And smashed it into a big old cruise missile, uh, a big old, uh, not a missile, a big old abandoned satellite. Up there abandoned satellite, yeah. That was cruising quite a bit faster <coughs> than the cruise missile would be cruising at, and he just knocked it out into space. So, um, yeah, so Elon's and, proved that but, he can take and out. And not just him. I mean, the military has a lot of satellites too. We've got we've got enough stuff floating up there. I don't think he's I don't think he's going to get his stuff through, even if he launched them all simultaneous. He'll have to come in. He'll have to come in with a submarine and uh, yeah. with a cruise missile. And he'll have to get it in that way. And then the East Coast with a, with a Poseidon, yeah, like a Poseidon torpedo, nuclear torpedo. Uh, like think, the thing, the thing, kind of moves so fast you can't, you can't stop it. You just detonate well, it right off the coast of a major city, and yeah, that's, you just get, get close to a coastal city, and that's that's the yeah. disaster area. There, you cause a tsunami. You cause a tsunami on the West Coast or East Coast if you want with a Poseidon. Yeah. Well, if you attack New York, the tsunami would go would hit the. You know, but, European but, the, but the new Mark Nine missiles can can catch it. They can they can hit it. 
if uh, if if it's within say 500 miles of DC, the Mark Nines can catch it before it detonates. It's uh, so those are different. That's a different beast now. That's a different type mm-hmm. of missile than we used to have. But let's be honest, how many of them do we have? I don't know. Maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, that's six. probably as many as Putin has too. On the Poseidon, it probably, probably the Poseidon is. But, but you know, it's still, and and then he's got to get a submarine that close without it being without it being seen. And, I mean, and we still we don't know what's behind curtain number three. We may have stuff that's ready to, to deploy that, you know, they just shoot it once and knocks every missile out of the well, sky. With one unless shot. unless something changed in the Navy, we always know where his nuclear submarines are. Not his nuclear powered submarines, his nuclear yes. warhead submarines. We all, and by rule, there's at least two Wolfpack members that always know where they are, and they usually spread it out because the way the Wolfpack is set up now, they can hunt you from wherever they are around the planet, cruising along because they usually outnumber the, the, the killer subs, the nuclear subs, by four to one. Uh, so that's what they're designed to do. But don't think them Russian pot and sub pilots are, are not. St- Smart. The bitches are good. I've heard I've heard many sub commanders say they're good at what they do. They have they have very serious uh terrain floor terrain maps of that part of the ocean. So they, they can hide in chasms and um under ocean caverns and whatnot. So yeah, they're they're very cagey. And then the US cheated. So the US used to have a really advanced uh underwater listening system for tracking subs. That's what it was. But some, for some reason, they said, oh, you know what? We don't need it anymore. So they gave it to this company that tracks whale and fish movement and stuff. So you know, they're all over the world. So after they've had it for about 10 years, the U.S. goes in and installs, hopefully it's in class, installs these new sonar devices, some kind of ultra-high frequency sonar that can penetrate water for much longer. No, it starts killing whales, right? Probably. And, uh yeah. And uh, and it, well, there were rumors that it was killing. Actually, it was rumors it was killing dolphins, and uh, mm. but it can pick up a submarine. Literally, you can't feel it. it; it doesn't do anything. And it can pick up a submarine at almost five times the range that we could before. So it it allows us to always know where everybody's moving at all the time, so that we can just say, you know what, you're dead. Up, oh, shit, you're dead. Up, oh, you're dead. Um, it's 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 weird. The U.S. military is is weird today. You know, it used to be, I thought the Russians had a much bigger play, but I don't know. I think after all, after, after the fall and then all the corruption and Gorbachev and then, and then Med and then now Putin, I think the corruption is just too much. I, I don't think that their military is ready as it should be. And, and, and what scares me about that is not so much of us, but there are other countries in the world that might see that as weakness and decide to try to, um, Make a move. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, if the, the the military exposing its ineptness and weakness stuff like that just makes Russia even you know that much more unstable, and therefore yeah, that much more willing to their rely on their nukes. Sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah, several of his close friends and oligarchs have said we should turn this into a nuclear war, and then um, uh, these the people Russian, are out of their minds. They have no idea. They have no like no even idea. one minute. Like once you start this thing. World ends done. Yeah, they they, they don't they have no idea how this is going to play out. So they were showing uh, um, the most likely scenario um, if Russia and the United States and Britain and all and decided to get into a nuclear war. Fortunately for the Southern Hemisphere, they fare much better than the Northern <laughs> Hemisphere does. But that's only and by Southern Hemisphere. Let me tell you this: it's only because it's not an all-out nuclear war. 
full nuclear war, y'all die just like the rest of us do. Mm. Um, yeah, they have strategic targets all over South America. Well, uh, don't forget, like Australia would get. Oh yeah, too. Right, but they're saying in this type of war was yeah yeah they're saying this type of war. There's a lot of programs down there that we have that are important. So yeah, so they're they're saying you know that if Russia could do it, they would you know it'd be it would be DC, LA, New York, but that wouldn't be the first. DC would be one of the first targets, but they they're more interested in where our missile bases are. That would be the second the first target. DC is not a first strike target. They know because that's our seat of government and. Well, as soon no. as the alarms go off, that that place, that whatever they wanted to hit there, will be gone by the time the missile gets there. So that's second, third, fourth strike minimum. Yeah, the missile, yeah. the missiles are the first. The counter, the counter yeah, missiles are always the first. Usually, large, usually um, cities, zone, zones, you know, New York. So when Baltimore, we were doing Philadelphia, um, Pittsburgh, when we were doing disaster scenarios in the Navy, usually the cities were the third wave. Uh, so the first wave was always our missile systems, but the second wave was military bases, especially places where we'd be constructing or housing or keeping a lot of our stuff like the F-35s or different equipment, tanks, whatever. The U.S. doesn't keep the way they used to. So World War II changed the way we we deploy everything now. In the old days, anywhere you went, there would be a mass of stuff. So each army base will have tanks and uh, this, that, and the other thing. First off, they're spread out further than they were. Yeah, they're, they're not winged up to and then, and then, but they won't keep as many there. There'll be a smaller base or another one here, another one here, another one here, or what do they call them? Um, or annexes. Uh, they yeah, have, uh, so they'll have, they'll have equipment there. And they did that on purpose because we learned a lesson. You can't keep all your eggs in one basket because if they all get crushed, you're screwed. And uh, losing as many, sh- if we'd have lost our carriers and, 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 and the start of World War II, I don't know if we'd have come out the way we did without the nuclear probably. weapon. No, we went because we got the nuke, so we'd still have won, but it would have been a different one because of that. You know, yeah, it may not have. It would have. We wouldn't have won. We wouldn't have won mid- midway. That was for sure. Jackie, midway was the lucky. America was so effing lucky. Midway is not even. All, it was a lot of luck and guesswork. Yes. Oh, our pilots were really good, and everybody did what they were supposed to do. But in the end, there was some luck in there. We just. It was like chess, or actually, some other game. It was like peekaboo, really. It, who it finds was, who was, first? <laughs> we found him first, so it allowed us to, to proceed with. No, it's it true. was more of a feint because we, we found the, the 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 best way to describe it is we 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 had we had cracked their code. I believe it's called the purple code, and the listing station that we were we were um, feeding messages off of was called Quadrilane, and uh, they kept hearing about this one one objective uh, AI an AI objective. And they didn't know what AI was. So they kept uh, they kept you know tracking that throughout the months. This is just after Pearl Harbor that they're looking at this. So they decide they, they think AI is, is Midway Station, Midway Midway Air Station. So they send by boat from Hawaii. They send by boat a, a message that's to be broadcast back to Hawaii in the in the broadcast open on the next day's daily reports, so they can find out what's going on. So this this message says our Freshwater uh, recycler is having trouble. We need parts, and they sent it. In the next moments, they hear Quadrilane, which is a Japanese listing station, send back AI having trouble with freshwater stabilizer, something, 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 whatever they wanted to know. Please advise. So they knew from just that pure luck that now that's what their objective was, and that's how they trapped the the Japanese army or Japanese navy. If they hadn't, if they hadn't heard that message. 
it would have never happened. We'd be speaking Japanese on the West Coast. Well, all I know is if whoever was running them freaking radars would have been a little stronger in, in Hawaii, we wouldn't have lost as many people. Well, and that's just that's that's just going to be good, baby. Expecting, they're expecting right. a whole flight of bombers to come across that same direction. Sweet dreams, baby. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams of somebody sexy. Taylor Swift, man. Taylor Swift. Oh, no way. I'm not a big blonde fan, so I can't say nothing. What's that, Marty? No, I'm not. I'm not a... Uh, where did y'all go? I just seen y'all put something over here and I missed it anyway. It's um I don't mind y'all sending me articles. It's just it's just send them Yeah, just send them to uh USB twenty one Raider Bomber enters mass production. Oh, holy shit. Oh huh? that big black wing thing? Yeah, that big thing, baby. It's 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 you can't see it, you can't find it, and it can drop rain nukes on your head all day long. Now you see now if Russia's We're got stuff in. Well, if Russia's got some of them, we might be in trouble. Because <laughs> uh, you don't see them coming. China actually asked the UN to ban them. That's how scared they are of them. Uh, they, they, they said that they, they should be considered, um, what do they call them? Oh, shit. Now I can't remember what he called them. but Weapons of mass destruction? No, he didn't call them weapons of mass destruction. He called them something else. Uh, on some, how do you put it? It was something about um how many people it could kill. It was, it, it was he said we didn't need him is what he basically was trying to say. Uh, it was it was a weapon that wasn't needed. It was it was a weapon that was oh, fuck. I wish I could remember how he said. It. I have to go find an article. It's um well no basically basically people he was saying the United States was building weapons that could kill you from a distance that nobody could defend against. And simply just were not needed in today's world. Well, if we didn't need them, we wouldn't have built them. Okay. I, I mean, that, that could apply to handguns. I mean, you can kill somebody from a distance. It's, unless you have very expensive body armor, it's very hard to stop. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. If, if you're wearing body armor, if you're not wearing a proper helmet, he can still probably take you down. So, I mean, I don't understand. People just freak out about the dumbest things. It's just the, why you worry about stuff that's out of your actual control. I know. You but know, Jeffrey, if, if if you read articles like like we flip through a lot of different, we use a lot of different news sites for articles along one right now. So if you're flipping through it, so you'll see like Andrew Wiseman. This would be a very bad development for Trump, whatever this is, right? But then you're going on, you'll see three or four other articles that are good for Trump. And but when you pay attention, what you have to pay attention to is who is actually writing the article. Mm -hmm. So on this yeah. article that's talking about this might be bad for Trump, it is an NBC article. It's an MSNBC article, which means you have to take it with at least a pound of salt. Um, you could almost play a drinking game. That's what Joe, the MS where You just for. read the title salt, of the article, right? and then you would say, like, which which news agency is this? I know. Uh, that would be pretty good, too. Uh, what is this? The West humiliating electric car climb down has begun. Oh, calm down has begun. Sorry. That's the so that telegraph. Like maybe, maybe they're finally hearing the, 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 yeah. our. our you know, disgruntled talks about those cars on the show. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, you saw what happened in Chicago. Like they, they all shut down. All the Teslas shut down, right? When it got cold. Good. Oh shit! Primaria <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. update: Russia Black Sea Fleet suffers yet another loss. Mm. Uh, what the hell was this? Oh, this looks like a tanker. 
Uh-oh, man. That's, so somebody else sunk one of Russia's tankers just recently down there in the Red Sea. It's, that's a naval uh, tanker? Wow. Well, that's going to make it harder for them to refuel their, their ships down there. Well, Russia's been trying to – well, Russia's got customers trying to buy oil, including India, but they can't seem to get the oil to them. Uh, they're just having a, a we're knocking plan. their tankers out of the water. I mean, or not us, but the Ukrainians. Uh, there's what's his face, Fallon, to take back the Ukraine. Okay, well, we're good there. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. The Crimea War is just kind of funny. It, it is kind of like when we were fighting in Iraq, except it's in reverse. Yeah, it was kind of a blitz attack. I mean, they they just flew. Did, did, didn't they? Uh, didn't they use some uh, civilian aircraft to get in there? Mm, no, wait, wait, what is it? What is this? U.S. launches retaliatory strikes and deadly attacks on Jordan base. I didn't know we blew up anything in Jordan. What the hell is that? No, about? no, no. no. It, was, it was Syria and Iraq. It's in uh, okay. you know, there are 85 targets in Syria and Iraq. Was like, we, also shot some like, stuff, we also shot some stuff down. Or no, um, Yemen talked about shooting some stuff down on in yeah. that same area. So uh, Apparently, uh, I think it looks like they used phalanx. It got close enough they had to use the phalanx. Well, that's that's getting serious. Yeah, they're getting that close. Um, I mean, a lot of ammo to send off too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd be surprised how much ammo the ship carries for those things. Uh, when I, well, when the, I, the Phalanx, that's fifty yeah. caliber, isn't it? That's a big bullet. That's you know, that's his. No, yeah, I think, they have, I think it's, it's, that it's bigger than fifty cal, isn't it? No, yeah, they had, and they cal. have they have rooms just for each gun that carries yeah. ammo for them, and because uh, they're not playing around. Well, that's the ships. In close, you know, that's it's in close. <laughs> yeah, it's 20, 20 millimeter. They fire, 4, yeah, because I was thinking 520 millimeter rounds a minute. Yeah, because they do have 50 cows, but wow. those just those are just rails. Those are the rounds. ones on the warthogs and other planes, maybe. No, yeah. warthog, I think it's like 30 millimeter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah war, it's probably, no, it's probably the same one. 20 you know millimeter. what? They, they went back and forth on a warthog because they were having problem, but one of them seemed to be a little too heavy. It was or was too strong or something, it was tearing up. I yeah, I think they use twenty millimeters. I, I know it's a long time I read that article, but it was tearing up the plane. What, Chris? No, the, the warthog is just a beast. <laughs> even even our enemies say the warthog is a beast. It's 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 you know when your enemies like Russia and China and Iran go that is a beast. You, you got to just take it as God damn. Even they think the plane's a beast. That's why they yeah, the, get rid of them. The warthog is thirty millimeter. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah thirty millimeter Gatling. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, it's a yeah. tank killer. Oh, so yeah. you know, it's yeah, a tank, it's the tank buster. Who it's are you going to call? Tank busters. Aren't those those uh? Oh no, those are uranium uranium depleted bullets. Depleted uranium. Uh, yeah, yeah depleted uranium. Uranium. Those those will go. Those will go through any kind of hardened steel. It's a uh, well, Krista. Do you, look, when you want to go. The U.S. believes if we're going to go to war, we want to win. We don't want crappy shit out there. Like you see what Russia with its tank tops popping off. Of yeah, I don't bullets. think anything short of a nuclear device is going to get us into war over in those two so areas. So if you ever seen like a bomb, that small blow up a, a tank, a top of an American tank, they would throw the whole line off the thing and start building new tanks. Oh, yeah, they would not put up with that shit. No, indeed not, because training soldiers is expensive. Getting them killed is even more expensive because you got to replace them, and of course, and if they got to carry up means yeah, and your tank gets destroyed. So no, 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 no. America Everybody's wants to keep their shit. I go. All those bullets catch on fire and, and and go up in flames. Do you ever, if anyone's ever, you look. If anyone's listening, look up on YouTube anywhere. Just Google tanks being exploded. When a tank goes up, I mean, it's a spec. It's like the Fourth of July. It's spectacular. 
especially when the magazine catches fire, all that, all that gunpowder and, and bullets and, and explosive uh, devices. Like all that shit different. I mean, now. Jesus. I mean, it's, um, you don't want to be anywhere near that. Mm-mm. Let's see. What is this? Uh, who sent me this? All right. Denise, thank you for this article. Uh, X users shocked at 150 Democrats uh, voting against bill to deport illegal immigrants when they're caught drunk driving. Those people should have their jobs taken away from them. That is not defending the U.S. Constitution. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, wait, hold on. So these are illegal immigrants, right? Because if they're caught doing anything, they should be deported. Uh, drunk they came drive. into the country uh, legally. They need to be taken yeah. out okay. of the country legally. And Democrats, that, that, is, that, is the, that is their constitution. I really God. think. I really think, and I said this before. I really think part of the Democratic Party is really the new Communist Party. It just, it just has that feel because they're this. Every time I turn around, it's like they're just trying to destroy the country. Look, I'm all for getting us a more modern country, and and becoming more of a better country that really loves and respects everybody, but not at my own personal uh, security and expense. I mean, I'd like to live and enjoy my country. Um, for you people who actually say shit like this, I can honestly tell you first, you've never been abroad. You've never been in a combat situation and you don't even have to be to, to understand this. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't even have to be in a real war. You can just be in a real combat situation with, or, or a real exercise and you will get an understanding of what it actually is like, what it takes to keep this country free. Free don't come free. I hate to say it like that, but it doesn't. Uh, it comes at, at expense of lots of money and lots of lives and lots of materials. It's how we stay as a free nation. I can't, I, I've probably lost count of how many Americans have died for the freedom of this country. Uh, and that's not going to stop. But you, you, when you go around just saying how bad it is or hating on soldiers, why are you hating on a soldier? He's going over there because you told him to go there. You elected the government that put that poor bastard over there. You're blaming the government that you elected, unelected. But no, did you do that? Yeah. No, you didn't. You just elected the same assholes who put more people over there. You are the provider for the army. Right. You are providing the funds and the people for it. And uh, the average age of person that, that we send over to, to fight is 23 years old. So yeah. if you want to blame anybody, blame yourself. You're sending 23-year-olds over to a country to fight people. So and if you pay taxes, we don't lose any rights it. over here in America. Yeah. So what's the yeah, if you're paying taxes, you fund it. Right. Yeah, so, exactly right. You are the enabler. You're the enabler. That's what you are. You're the enabler. That's what you are. American people, that you are. You're, you're the enabler. Your, if you're paying your income and state income taxes and state sales taxes and whatnot uh, on an income tax day, then yeah, you are enabling us to send your children, the age of 23, to die the fact, in another country. The, the, so the don't blame us. Don't blame I mean, look, let's, let's look at some of the politicians in office. I mean, Chuck Sh- Shitty Schumer. What the hell is he doing there? I mean, really, I mean, when you look at him or like McConnell, McCon- no, it's not just a Republican Democrat thing, dude. There's a badass Republicans need to go. McConnell, I mean, he's talking the other day and he goes, <laughs> I'm thinking this is a sci fi movie or something. I'm waiting for like a lizard to jump out of his mouth or some shit. <laughs> it's, um, and it's not the first time he's done. I'm thinking, dude, you need to retire. I understand we don't want to give up somebody in the, in the Senate, but shit, you just need to retire before something bad happens. And sh- and oh, there, should be, there should be age caps. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a certain age when you start to become mentally deficient. And you got Schumer and what's, what's at that age. What's the how, other? About, how about no in, insider trading in Congress? How about that? Oh, geez. Let's start that, with that. You know, and this just something that pisses me off. So when, when, what's her name? Martha Stewart, my favorite girlfriend, went to jail for insider trading. 
I was like, damn, that's just so you got her from a So, center, so she was bitching and her lawyer was bitching because she actually got the tip from where someone in Congress. And, uh, oh yeah, she did. So they were bitching that, you know, cause Congress people do it all the time. So Congress said, Oh, she's right. She, you know, we're going to change this. So there's no insider trading. So they changed some laws and guess what? They're still getting insider trading. I'm like, wait a minute. We changed the law to get rid of it because they make so much money. Um, and I, I, mean, I think it's still legal. It's you still know, legal. Like, if you're in Congress, yeah. it's still legal inside trade. It's not legal for anybody else, but if you're in Congress. Now, it's, now you, know, you can't go telling people outside of Congress. That can get you in trouble. But That's why he went uh, to jail. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Joe, Joe jail. there are entire hedge funds that mimic you know, they they get like the 13 D's or whatever. I forget what the the filing is, and they'll look to see what the you know c- the congressional members of Congress traded on, and they'll buy the same stocks. Like they yeah. have tracking stocks, and that's another thing. Congress is whatever Congress is doing. Your personals should never be made public. It should always be a private thing because you know. So you Nancy Pelosi, you hear this, that, or other thing because her husband's way up there, and and she's like, okay, we're gonna buy, 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 and sell this. And all of a sudden, she's done adding another hundred million dollars, and so mm-hmm. everybody who's seen that said, "Well, we're going to do the same thing." Of course, no, Martha. That's just the way they do it, my friend. Yeah, I mean, it is un- unconscionable that they're able to do that. Like it, the fact that they are still able to do that is just—it is the classic sign or signal of gross and unfettered corruption in our government. It is. Right now. It, it's. 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 Well, <laughs> Okay, Donna. Donna says that's why we have such good product lines for our military because we allow our Congress to make money outside of stealing it from the military. You know what? You're smart. As I'm going to let that slide. That was good. That was good. No, no, but she's saying, well, no, what she's saying is she's saying that the Congress people used to steal from the military. That's why the toilet seats were $100,000 and shit. Now they don't have to. We allow them to steal from us so they don't have to steal from the military. They've always been well, yeah. You know, if, if you follow their now. trades, you don't, ha- and and they didn't provide you with, you know, if you look at a public record and and trade based on what they're doing, that's completely legal. But it'll be after the fact. It'll be, you know, after they may have made a lot of money and after the yeah, news came you're out, either getting some in, big weapons program came out, right? Yeah, you're either coming back uh, at the bottom or you're pay- or you're paying a lot to get in at the top, and hopefully it sells and goes higher. So yeah, here, exactly. here's this article. Uh, Lisa sent me this just now. This is the Western Journal. Uh, Jack Smith prosecution of Trump abruptly removed from court docket in surprise twist. Uh, this is uh, so the public calendar of the Washington, D.C. federal court system no longer shows a date for former President Trump's trial on charges related to the event. Because they know what the Supreme Court's going to say, and they don't have no case. <laughs> uh, shit! But you see, we knew some of this was going to happen, you know. So as long as the serious stuff, been saying it all along. Away, some of these things are going to. Well, this this or, one could be like this: you can't do this. You're the judge is biased. So uh, well, this case, there was one in this case, and and the one in Georgia. Those two would, would have done him the most damage to be found guilty on. It could have actually kept him from running, unless he appealed it and they got an appeal, then they they wouldn't have been able to stop it. But. Um, in the end, it doesn't look like the, the D.C. one's even going to be a thing. And it doesn't look like the Georgia case is going to get there either. Because now, so the, I, I forgot what they call themselves. It's something nine decided they're going to investigate the D.A. and her boyfriend. Big time. And uh, since they're all nine Republicans, you can already know where this is going. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a shame our country's like that. We can say that in the air and we know it's going to happen. But so more than likely, this will never get to trial before the election. It doesn't look like the one in Florida. And now it doesn't look like the D.C. one right now either. So you only have the New York one. No one expects him to win in New York, especially since the judge said his property went from $4 billion to $40 million or some stupid. What I remember when the guy said the amount I was thinking, because I just heard the value of the land next to Trump was like $500 million. And was like, it was like, it was like two acres or something. And yeah. Trump's got like a massive, a chunk of land. And I'm thinking, and this guy was saying it was le- worth less than the property next to him. And I'm thinking, God, dude, how are you getting away with this? Plus this guy. It's has, significately has, less. Like a factor. Yeah, yeah. What, what are the Supreme Yeah. Factor of 10 at least. So how would he know? Yeah, and, uh, but it was at least a factor of 10 less. There's just no way. But I like, I'm listening to the, um, one of the bankers go, he goes, well, the judge tells him, he says, well, your honor, he said, what do you think we, and this is how the guy said, it. he said, what do you think we didn't check his finances out? And the judge just looked at him like, cause he was hoping he was going to say he caught him lying or something. He said, no, you don't loan $400 million to somebody or a billion dollars, somebody without actually checking their finances. We don't really care. So if I walked up to the car dealership and said, well, I'm worth blah, 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 blah. I want that car. They're going to look at me and said, okay, uh, give me social security. Number. <laughs> let me, let me check your credit score. Now in cases, Trump, it's not going to be his personal credit score. It's going to be his company's credit score, which is different and it works differently, but still it's not what he says it's worth. It's what the bank says it's worth. Right. So the bank went and looked at this guy, probably got his records. I've had, actually, when I've borrowed money before in the past, they haven't asked for my credit score. Nothing. They asked if they could have permission to go through my company account. And when they did, that's when they decided if they were going to loan any money or not. So it's probably the same for Trump, but just at a much massive rate. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, but the thing of it is, you don't loan someone that kind of money because someone said something. So I, I, I'm surprised that someone hasn't stepped in. The governor should have stepped in and said, this is bullshit. You, you, there's no way. And once, once the banker said, look, not only did it, um, uh, we check into it, but the loan is paid in full. So New York's got a no foul, no something law, and Trump yeah. and them are going after it now because they're saying, "Look, did nothing. There was no harm done here at all to anyone. Uh, it didn't harm anybody's businesses. It didn't harm any people. It didn't harm anything." And that's the same thing. That's why they got that other hearing with that girl, her money, uh, because they're saying she was not significantly hurt for eighty-three million dollars. And the judge for the appeal said, "I'll see the appeal because he agrees." They're all like. What did you, what did you do? Did you go? What did you do? Hold a bitch down and slap her or something? I mean, eighty three million dollars for what? Because he said something about you? No, that's not going to happen. Because you were saying stuff about him. Uh, well, Pete, they did tell him, but Trump is weird. Trump's had actually told to sue a lot of people, but Trump's got a lot of money and he don't want to tie himself up in court all the time. Oh, well, he sued some news agencies and stuff. And Chuck Schumer, you notice Chuck Schumer don't talk to him about him as much because Chuck. Uh, you got Shitty Shift and Chuck Schumer. They both got in trouble. All that stuff they sent on MSNBC, that none of it turned out to be true. So, yeah, they kind of shut up after that. Well, they should both you be know, When you tend to produce lies on public television, broadcast television, or cable, you, 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 your reputation is spent. <laughs> what is it? One's in Cali, one's in New York, I think. I don't remember which one's which. No, to me, they're the same, same ass. Unfortunately, we... 
well, like what's his name? McCarthy's just a dumbass too, because he's mad because he didn't do what the party wanted. And he got tossed out. Now he wants revenge instead of helping the party get whatever it needs to do. Like this impeachment on Biden, he wants to hold it up when they're down to just what? Uh, 10 months yeah. to the election and they could lose the house. So, I mean, you gotta just wonder what's going on here. Um, the, the house Democrat, the house Republicans seem to be in a daze somewhere. Yeah, so no, because y'all, there needs to be term limitations. These people get stupid after a while. It's no yeah, longer about well, let's age fix limitations shit. too. I mean, if you, you you can't like, even if it's your first term, you can't come in at like you know ninety five years old and expect to be you know young and spry and of of, of sane mind. I mean, as you get older, your mental facilities do eventually start to go away from you. I don't care mm. how many games you play every day, you're gonna lose your mind eventually. I know. I remember Senator McDonald about twenty years ago. He said the problem with Congress is today is it's always about the next election. It's not about what the people need anymore. He said. He said you win. He said you got about a year of just relaxing. He said unless you're in the Senate. He said unless you're in the House. And he said of course as soon as you win you're already starting for your next election because it's only two years. And he said for the Senate you had six, but he said even there. He said, "Within two years, you're already start working on your next election, and it, it, it shouldn't be like that. It, it should, and you should only. I really think the Senate should get six, two years, which is twelve. I mean, two terms, which is twelve years. It's a good long time, and that but, the house should the house should get six, which is twelve years. So between the two, you could get twenty four years. You could also serve as president. We give you thirty, or you could go serve as a governor somewhere. There's lots of other political positions besides the House and the Senate, and it would keep it, it would keep from these roadblocks we get." Well, no, it doesn't matter what age. You could, you could start it later. So you could be in your 40s or even in your 50s. You the, yeah, you have to at least meet the minimum age anyway. But no, what I mean is, is somebody said, well, could you just walk in? I said, yeah. So you could be a senator. You could have been a business person and at, yeah. at 50 or 60 decide to come in and, and become a senator. You you know, you get 12 years. You'd be out at 72, which is still a pretty good year. You still get your brain function. And uh, you're going on. I, I, now, I realized something today when, when Sean, Sean and Jay and I were talking. It was a week before last, I think. So I was looking at Trump. Now, Trump, I think, would have done much better if he'd have came in under this time than next time because Trump's going to be 81 when he gets out if he wins this time. Mm -hmm. So is his facilities or his faculties going to be any better than Joe Biden's are right now? So that's a question. Now, he looks like he's healthy. He looks like he's still sharp. Um, but, okay, that's now. Next year is going to be like that. Next year is going to be like that. Um, it's just a shame that we didn't get him on this last one, because it would have been much better for us as a country. And, and he may still, I mean, you know, Reagan held up almost to the end of the last year he was on. Didn't know who he was, but yeah, he, I think he told Nancy, Oh, can I play with that little red button? You know, shit like that. It's uh no, really people. He didn't know who he was. And then his last year he was, he Alzheimer's had taken over and he was, he was, uh, that's why they wouldn't let him talk publicly after that. He was oh, like 77 or let something. Me get this. Let me get this. So what's what's the current um, what's the current Congress? It's like one seventeen, one eighteen. What do you mean? The, the, how many so what's the current in? Congress number? Hey, hey, Google. What's the like, current like three seventy nine or something? Four hundred or something? I forget. So like five hundred thirty five is my guess. Yeah. So one hundred eighteen is the one that's on right now. So the the these stats came from the 
115th Congress, so I guess three years ago. Oh, oh you meant uh, the, which Congress it was. Okay, I was, I was yeah, we know the number of people. Yeah. Yeah. The, median, <laughs> thought, the median age of voting House lawmakers is 57.9, down from 58.9 in the 17th Congress, which I guess was 2022, uh, 58, 58 years old in the 116th, and 58.4 in the 115th. The new Senate's meeting age, on the other hand, which is the 818th, is 65.3 years, up from 64.8 and 17th. Uh, so the average age of the senators, and I, I, there's another one I found that right now, it's 65 years old. And of the senators we have, over half of them, I think it's 47 of the senators are that age or older. Minimum but, but that's that's 47 of them. You want to know what the problem is? That that's that's not even what the problem is. You want to know what the real problem is? So when I was a kid, when you went to see the Congress, the majority of people in Congress were just different from different walks of life. Today, and I'd have to ask Alexa what it is, the majority of people in Congress are lawyers. And what mm -hmm. a fucking lawyers yeah. be lawyers fight. That's what they do. They fight and they mediate and they always just that's why they we argue. can't get anywhere because this is all we have is a bunch of lawyers arguing. So one of the things besides term limitations, we need to also say job, you'll say only X amount of y'all can be attorneys. We need farmers in there. We need doctors in there. We need, we need Joe the plumber. Yeah. We need astronauts in there. We need people like we used to have in there saying, Hey, we look, you know, we still have astronauts in there. We still have astronauts in there. Do Yeah. Well, you know, are they real astronauts or them shuttle astronauts? They ain't real astronauts. And they, they, want they, they want to be astronauts. They they ain't like getting into Mercury and Gemini, man. Blasting your ass. That was nine it. miles, ten miles. Out. Somebody Good asked deal. me one time. They said we need moonwalkers in there. That's what we need. Hmm. I was I was talking with a group of kids as at the NASA thing. They said I don't understand why the the first astronauts were all test pots. I said because Mercury and Gemini were <laughs> let's just say really dangerous. <laughs> And 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 uh, yeah, we didn't really have a whole lot of jet fighter planes at that point. Um, just starting to develop jet fighter power, so mm -hmm. most well, of the were also testing, we had were already dying. <laughs> well, they were also testing the uh, X one fifteen out there as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah the Bell X one fifteen. But but yeah. most of the pilots that were were you know trying out these new systems, they weren't making it. They were the the, the planes were killing them. Yeah, because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Dangerous. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Who who sent me this? Uh, Darlene. Well, thank you, Darlene. Ukraine strikes back down $50 million Russian SU-34 to add to their 332 aircraft that they have taken from the Russian sky. Nice. Two -year -good. 300. I don't, I don't even know if Russia has 300 airplanes. They can just get what, rid of What did they hit it with? A slingshot? Uh, I, I don't know. It's sad, man. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> well, people at this rate, if, if this, if the U.S. had real troops and real equipment in the Ukraine, we we would have already rolled over. Russia would would have it would have been like the uh, Iraq. We'd have had them folded up. Yeah, I, I think they'd have their whole country back, and we'd have a couple of new um, luxury ports in the uh, Black Sea. Well, you see, Dean, if, if the U.S. decided to just drop a bunch of equipment in Ukraine and then start rolling over Russia, Russia can't really pull its troops off its borders because that's U.S. allies. So if, if we're rolling and they're attacking, they would have to protect their borders regardless because Poland or somebody else could, you know, there's what, nine countries or seven countries on the, on the border that could just come rolling in on, on different areas. Russia's, Russia's 
as a world power, Russia is not what it is anymore. Russia needs to learn that, and Russia just needs to become a country on the planet. And, and just yeah. after the war, they had they actually had Russia just needs army. to get rid of it. Russia needs to get rid of its military and ask NATO to, to watch it, and, and just start becoming a farm and oil country, and they could be rich and happy, and not have to worry about all this bullshit anymore, which will never happen with people like Putin in charge. But they, that's they what property they they could take over the the wheat basket. You know, not the air of the planet. They could overtake out our production. They could if they wanted to, and they um, but you know, it's never been a thing for them. Uh, Gorbachev talked about it, but it's never been a thing for them. Foreman they, Putin. They, no, they've really never really been much of an agrarian society. The Russians. Um, former Putin advisor indicates potential territorial expansion to the 18th century Russian borders, <laughs> which is Alaska. <laughs> yeah. People don't believe that when I well, give them Alaska and all the all the all the Aleutian Islands going up to Alaska. I, I, I would think the Alaskans could take on the Russians by themselves. So. I think there's enough guns there, but the, you know the territory is just treacherous. I mean, there's not a lot of, you know. Yeah, they could try. They could try to take it, and, and they two, just get swallowed up by it. Two more yeah. of Putin's top generals have gone missing. Two more. Two more. Missing in Ukraine or missing oh, in Russia? missing in Russia. Or, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's the, the disappearance of top Russian generals dating back to September has sparked questions about their whereabouts. Nobody knows where they are. So they either defected or were killed by, sounds like, Russians. Oh, shit. It's getting dangerous over there, people. Uh, when y'all yeah. have some real evidence about it, Amelia Earhart's plane, we'll talk about it. I read the article. We, it's just okay, here. If so you're Russian and you have a green jacket with many stars on it, you better shed them stars. Mm -hmm. uh, now, you get Ukrainian Air Force uh, comment on Ukraine's refuel and oh wait, what? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We are not giving them huh? F-18 Hornets. Get the bullshit out of here with that. Who said that? Uh, I just just the article just popped up. Somebody sent it to me. Let me see. Uh, Ukrainian Air Force comment on Ukraine's refusal to buy FA-18 fighters. Oh, they, they won't buy them. Well, that's good. Thank freaking God. Yeah, they want them for free. Offer, did we? <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't uh, offer. So, I yeah. mean, that's a bullshit article. Let's see. Ukraine is pursuing the only available path to Western aircraft as much as possible. Uh, wrote in response to Facebook post criticizing an uh, Australian financial review article about uh, if you don't know, don't gossip and whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, the Russian, okay, now the Ukrainian government said they'll buy any freaking airplane that the Americans will give it to us. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. They don't want to buy Australian F-18s. Mm. He's saying they that he we make, aren't they? Uh, no, the Ukrainian guy said he thinks they were maybe um, an overly used, <laughs> not in pristine used condition. Come on, um, you know. how long is that platform being? How long have we been using that platform in the in the Air Force? F eighteen was there right as I was leaving. The the Hornets were coming in to replace the Tomcats. And uh, I had the pleasure of working on both jets, but they were just coming in as I was leaving. So that was 86 uh, when they were coming in on board the ships. And um, 
they were beasts. I mean, they still are beasts, but uh, they're not no F-35 nor uh, F-22, though. Um, don't get me wrong. They've got really advanced killer systems. They can actually kill a Russian jet. Long yeah, before Russian jet can, yeah, well, yeah, we still even all, all the carriers. Well, so here's look, this tells you something about our stupid ass government. So we build all these F 35. Navy says they want one aircraft that can do everything. F 35. We build them. Well, get this shit. So they build all these new super carriers, and guess what? They can't be launched off the carrier. The carrier's new fancy kinetic system isn't designed for the F-35. Well, wait, can't they? Well, I thought they were a vertical takeoff. They don't go straight up? Uh, no, only the ones for the Marines are vertical takeoff. Only the ones for the Marines. Yeah, they don't all like that. There's three versions of the F-35, yeah, A, B, and C. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the one that goes to the Marines can vertical take off. The Air Force ones are different. And the Navy ones are different because they have to have tail. But whose stupid idea was that? Why not make them all vertical take off and lift? Because of, of fuel requirements and speed and weight. Uh, the the A and Bs are faster and lighter than the Cs are. Uh, they're for different types of missions. That's all, really. Um, Jimmy, why do you build a $14 billion aircraft carrier and you know you've got these F-35s that are, are going to be on this aircraft carrier. And you don't and build you, a launch system. And you, and you don't build a launch system that can use the freaking things. I mean, we're still using steam catapults, right? No. The new carriers have kinetic catapults. No the kinetic steam. catapults. Okay. Yeah. That's the problem. And uh, so they can't be used. That's, so they don't. Well, so what happens if the kinetic system goes Someone no somewhere, Someone somewhere should be getting fired. That's all I'm saying. Someone yeah, dropped the ball somewhere. Down. I mean, how long have we we have been designing this carrier since 2006? What is this? 2023. And in that whole effing time, nobody said, oh, we should make it so the F-35s can fly. So right now, currently, these big high-dollar ships we got in the Persian Gulf, we got three supercarriers over there right now, cannot use the F-35. Oh, F-35 can land on them. Oh, but guess what? The bitch can't take off. Do, do we really have three supercarriers in, in the Persian Gulf right now? That's what they said today, three. You know I what thought, that means. You know yeah, what it means, that means we're going, right? yeah, we're probably going to war. It means, uh, it, means, it, means, it means it's going to be a precision strike on Iran's nuclear program. It might be because it's uh, – yeah. I, I was surprised because I thought the Ford was coming home. Last I had heard, she was steaming home. They did announce that, but it had, it's it had, it's not it's not here. It's not coming back yeah. anymore. Somewhere in the role for today's uh, intro for the show, the article's actually in there. It's um it's it's well, who sent me this? It's becoming great. Oh yeah. Oh, this is the article I was telling you about earlier. This is from Focus Online. Interview with Angela Stent, Putin expert. My impression is that he is becoming increasingly paranoid daily. I hope not. Because, sorry, one of the NATO commanders said he has to be unstable because he knows there is no way for him to win a war against NATO. Because NATO is not just going to fight against the United States. It's going to fight pretty much with half of Europe. Yeah, sorry, guys. How many countries? How many countries in NATO? Thirty-five. I forgot. I have to go look. To be honest with you, something like that. Thirty-some countries are going to come after him. Um, so I, I know. Um, well, we just added what two or three. Wh which carriers are there? Look, was it the Ford, the Eisenhower? Oh, What's I the third uh, one. I don't know. I didn't even know we had three. 
unless they're talking about one of the Nimitz class. And um, but I don't think I didn't think they carried them, called them super carriers anymore. Let me see where is um, uh, where is where is where was that article at? Damn, come on, science to stop. What y'all getting all crazy about now? Where is my Facebook page at? The easiest way to look for it. All right, so here this article says, uh, hang on a second. Oh, gosh. Uh, Jimmy, if you've got it, send it. We're just looking for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking for it on Facebook because I had, it was in the thing. All I have to do is find it. No, it's so this, is, this is January 1st. Jared Ford was recalled to its home port. But I think that doesn't say anything else after that. Nah, as soon as I can find my, I get my Facebook page up, I'll find it. But uh, what do you mean? That is the code, stupid thing. Okay, thank you. No, I don't want to reset my password. Yeah, they got the Eisenhower and the Ford so far that I can see. And here's another one. What are they saying? Ford, Normandy, and um, Eisenhower. Is Normandy a carrier? I think it's a cruiser. So maybe there's only two carriers up there. All right, so Ron might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if I if the three showed up, I'd I'd be I'd be a little concerned. Well, let's see. It's uh, where did I? Why won't it let me? Oh, it's giving me shit about getting into my uh, Facebook for some reason or another. I don't know what that's about. Uh, yeah, we don't care about nothing in October, people. <laughs> uh, so it's a Dwight Eisenhower? Yeah, Eisenhower, Ford, and um, Nor USS Normandy is a cruiser. Probably a guided missile cruiser. Well, no, I'm trying to think of the one that was there before the Eisenhower. There was one that was a different one. It wasn't the mm -hmm. Eisenhower. I can't think of the damn name of it, but... The Ford's been there since January 1st. Yeah, the Ford sailed in there with another carrier besides this one. It, uh, no, these, these articles aren't saying. <laughs> the Daryl Ford monster-ass aircraft carrier. How many aircraft can that one of those things, at least that one? I don't know. They they only say stuff stuff like 125 and 114 and stuff like that, which is a, which is a decent a amount of aircraft. It's yeah. not, nah, something's not right with that because we carried more than that on a Nimitz. So they never, you know, like top speeds, they never actually ever tell you. Right. They don't usually tell you what right. the flight deck will hold because right. it's not the flight deck. All underneath here, this is all elevator and this is all hangers all under here. And there's like three floors of hangers and all of them will be full up with aircraft. What was that, Pete? Yeah, no, I don't know. So it consists of five. Nimitz aircraft carrier Ronald Reagan, carrier air wing, five. Well, that's the cruiser. one Ronald Reagan was there, yeah. Uh, so it's a Reagan, the Ford. It sounds like we got a whole battle group there, actually. The other day yeah, when the, I was... Uh, the fifth fleet, the entire fifth fleet is there, which consists of the Ronald Reagan, the uh, um, Eisenhower, and 
the other one we just mentioned. Those those are the three carriers. Ford. So if the Ronald Reagan is still there, I and then there was spicy. there was two there was two smaller carriers with them. So there was five there total. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's two small. One is uh, what is that one? Uh, carrier Airwing CBW five, whatever that one is. Yeah, it's didn't it's, get the name of it. That's probably like a Harrier carrier, or jump jet, or something like that. Uh, yeah, it could, well, it could uh, it could also be a troop carrier with like yeah, you know, hover boats or be. hovercraft. Mm -hmm. It's um, I don't know. We got a lot of firepower over there for just babysitting Israel. Is all I'm saying. This fleet's huge. I mean, three carriers is big. That's I mean, three uh, front line front line. Actually, carriers. Jimmy, we don't we don't have seven fleets anymore. I'm not exactly sure where they all went, but some of them. Uh, we got. Uh, hang on a second. I had that up here a minute ago. And then we're talking about building an aircraft carrier for the Japanese, which really surprised me. That's and not surprising at all. Uh, you know, for a long time, we wouldn't even they're have using our, They're using weapons. our uh, used-up Coast Guard ships for their Navy. Think, think mm. about this. They were the only people on the planet that built carriers that could compete with ours. They were it. Nobody else could even come close. You know, uh, not really, because they were their decks were made out of wood. And, that's you know, so they caught on fire pretty quickly. Yeah, but they were replaceable pretty quickly, too, as long as you had the planks on board. Yeah, uh, true. But, I mean, you... you, you you take a bomb and it, it'll fall through wood and make it, you know, fall into your you're ship. Not supposed you know, you have to be a concrete that could skitter off onto the into the water. So I mean, you're not they're, supposed they're, to be just letting uh, people blow up the top of your aircraft carrier, man. That's a no-no. You're supposed to be how it worked in World War II is we had to kind of strafe down the long way of the plane or, or long way of the boat to get a, a bomb down. It's it. No you, shit. You can't, you can't you can't go that way across the ship. You're gonna miss it. You have to come mm -hmm. the long way down to drop a bomb and hit those decks. So. So so we've got we've got this this fleet in Thai and uh, in the Middle East, and then we've got uh, a dozen United States and Japanese warships, including two UF aircraft carriers, are uh, doing exercises near the Philippine Sea of Taiwan. Yeah, that's so. So we're we we are we have a massive deployment out. We're really showing the world. Look, do you really really want to piss us off? We will kill you from all over the place. Because um, uh, I, I think they're getting intel that, that China is going to roll the dice this year in Taiwan. That's probably why they might, there. and they yeah. might be. And we want uh -huh. Taiwan to know you. you, you we, we want, we want. Look, well, because that new election made Xi Jinping look like a fool, and yeah. um, and and yeah, I, I mean, I think it's there as an you know an exercise, right? In quotes, but I think it's there in case something happens. They're close. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I understand. So, and and now Ping did make us an offer. He said he would not invade Taiwan as long as we didn't say Taiwan was a sovereign nation. He said as long as we agreed that it was still part of China, China would not invade it, just like they agreed not to invade uh, Hong Kong, uh, but they couldn't be considered sovereign nations because Hong Kong wanted to go be free. And, of course, we didn't let that happen, but we should have, but we didn't. Well, it was, it was Britain, right? They had a lease until what, nineteen ninety seven, and the yeah, hundred years. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, and and when you look at China, when when Britain got it a hundred years ago, and look at it today, I mean, it's, it's freaking amazing. And and China really wants to model that whole country after it. It's it's. Well, no, Jackie, there was a lot of secrets in Hong Kong when when it changed hands. Yes, there was. 
a lot of companies stayed and, and you know stayed doing business with the Hong Kong government. It's a lot of money. I mean, with the Hong with the Chinese government, a lot of money to be made in Hong Kong. We still have service there ourselves. We have three servers in Hong Kong, and um, it's it's a big place with lots and lots and lots and lots of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge. Yeah. It's a huge city. It's a I mean, great port. It's like New York, isn't it? Like besides yeah. New York, it's got a great port in it and stuff. It's just it's a good place. Hey Google, uh, how big is Hong Kong? The surface area of Hong Kong is one thousand sixty-four square miles. One thousand sixty-four square miles. How many people live there? She said. She, she said she don't effing know, man. Hey Google, how many people live in Hong Kong City? In 2021, the population of Hong Kong was 7,413,100. Yeah. About, About the same. South New York. Yeah. Hong Kong's the same, roughly the same size as the Army's National Training Center. No. In the Mojave yeah. Desert. Yeah. Almost the same size. It's also the same size as the state of Rhode Island. See, that's not bad. That's huge for a city. That's huge. Yeah, I know it is. And uh, uh, what's that? What you sent me, Jack? What is this? You just sent me, man. What is? What the hell did you just send me? This looks like jibber jabber. Hold on, let me see if I can open this up. Uh, what is this? Uh, there are twenty aircraft carriers in service today. Okay, I'm yeah. glad to see that. And, and three I, of them are in Persian Gulf. Yeah, or two of them in, in Taiwan. Yeah. Well, no, there's 20 in service, Jackie. That means all together. So the U.S. has at least 11 out there. So there's nine others in service besides that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, it's actually being, it's important uh, having something done to it. Yeah. The Gerald Ford. Look at it. The thing is huge. I was watching it the other day on a full battle turn. That son of a bitch was massive big. Yeah, I think you could land a jet on a battle turn. You couldn't have done that on a Nimitz. Um, the INS, uh, what is that? Fikermedia. It's an Indian naval. Uh, it's one of the ones that's got the uh, you know the lift on the end. Yes, length nine hundred and thirty feet. It was bought from the Soviets in nineteen eighty-seven. Commissioned in 2013 in the Indian Navy. Wow. Yeah, they got their own ship. The the Lion, the China's first combat capable aircraft carrier. That's another Soviet crap ship, by the way. Same one the Indians I got. Same exact ship. So are the Chinese buying old Russian Navy, or are they yep. building their own yep. off of the Navy designs? Uh, I think. I mean, most of the older stuff. Almost, I think all the older stuff was they purchased from the Russians. They might have yeah. one that they built. Is that right? Yeah, they they as far as I know, almost everything India is driving in the ocean right now came from Russia. Uh, Russia started selling off its fleet instead of dismantling it, and uh, they couldn't afford it anymore. And really, they just didn't have the the old Soviet fleet. I mean, it was too big for what their country they had left. They only have 180 million people in in Russia now, and back then it was probably less than 110 million. So. Uh, they really couldn't keep that fleet anymore. They had to go. The, the fleet at one time was three, four ships to every one ship we had in the water. It was a massive fleet. And it was actually a pretty decent fleet. It wasn't crappy construction. Um, but in today's world, it would be considered a load of crap is what it would be considered. 
so uh, I think I have a list yeah. here of Chinese Chinese uh, surface, uh, at least their surface ships. Yeah, uh, so roughly five hundred vessels, two aircraft carriers, one being fitted out, so a third one on the way. Landing helicopter docks, they got three of those. Uh, amphibious transport docks, and these are all carriers, by the way. Eight of those. Uh, LSTs, landing ship tanks, they got 36. 36 transports for their tank force. Wow, that's a lot. Ballistic missile submarines, seven. Nuclear attack subs, nine. Conventional attack subs, 45. Destroyers, 49. Frigates, 42. Corvettes, 72. Missile boats, these are like PT boats, One of 107 of them. Submarine chasers, 26. Gunboats, 17. Those are like river boats. Mine countermeasure vessels, 36. Replenishment oilers, 16. That's not a lot. And then auxiliary various um, um, vessels, 233. So that's not very strong. So the two carriers that they currently have, one mm -hmm. was an ex-Soviet carrier. Yep. It wasn't, it was like 68% complete. And so I, I guess they complete they bought it and completed it. And then this the second one is China's first domestically produced aircraft carrier. That's the Shangdong. Uh, I'm guessing based on this, it was kind of the same design. The Fujian is the is the third one that they're working on, and then that's a different de design than the prior two, and it's going to be the largest. I think all of these things are. Uh, you know, powered by fuel. I mean, not fuel, but uh, you know, diesel or whatever. Diesel you know. and yeah, yeah, you know, fossil fuel, whatever. I don't know what specifically what it is. There, there's a fourth carrier that they're that they're planning. I think it's the Type Zero Zero Four, and uh, that will feature nuclear propulsion, or is planned to feature nuclear propulsion. So yeah. we'll see. Well, we still have twenty to there too. And the third one is on the dry dock being built. So I mean, that, what they're no threat to our navy whatsoever. Well, they're submarines. The, the submarines and the and the uh, cheap missiles would be the things I'd be worried about, right? Because yeah, they so, have a, so, a, a all together of submarines. Missiles. They have let's see, forty-five. Let's just call it fifty-four, sixty-one submarines total. I, we have them outnumbered submarines at least ten to one. Hey, we, got, uh, we got what 80, 80 Los Angeles class attack subs at least. Let me, yeah, let well, me find out. the wolf, the wolf pack we usually keep four to one on everything, but that's just so we can go hunt down nuclear subs, which China don't really have that many of. Uh, but still, we want to know where they are. We want to know where the Russians are. Uh, we want to know where everybody is that we can know about. Plus, we've got new systems all around the oceans. It makes it a lot harder to move around than it used to be. We don't actually have to be there anymore to know where somebody is. Plus. So Elon Musk and, and I forgot the other company put up a new satellite that the, that the um, Space Command uses that can actually see submarines underwater. So we'll be able pretty soon we'll be able to track all the subs in the world from above, and always know where they are. And if they're didn't, right, didn't we have like a sea wolf crash into an undersea mountain? Yeah, we we've had shit. We've had all kinds of shit. We had a Russian American sub collide in the Gulf of Mexico, which everybody's still wondering how the hell that happened. Plus, the Russians weren't supposed to be there, so and, and we just ran into their ass. I think it was so the whole world would know what was going on. But uh, we ran into. We had one hit a wall in the Marinara Trench and got lucky and settled on a, a, a cliff in, until repairs were done. Uh, we've 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 effed up. We've had a, we've effed up a few subs over the years. 
And, uh, and people don't realize, people think all of our subs can go to the bottom of the ocean. People, they can't. None of our subs can. No. They, a couple of them have diving bells that can go way down. But they, the subs can't. No. This is too much pressure, right? Yeah, this isn't sea hunt. Yeah, this isn't. Um, I, I forgot most of our subs can go down uh, not near as far as you think they can, 2,800 feet, 1,800 feet, because uh, they're big and all that pressure pushing against them can crush them. Well, it's it's the same for all submarines. It's not just American subs. No, and our subs carry, so we have different kind of subs. We have cruise missile submarines. We have nuclear warhead submarines. We have hunter-killer submarines. The hunter-killers, all they do is track other people's subs around the world. So we know where they are in case there's a war because the, the day we declare war, the first thing they do is kill every submarine they can find. That's so here, the, here's something I found interesting also about the U.S. Navy. Uh, the current U.S. Navy, United States Navy has approximately 470 ships in both active and reserve fleets of those. Approximately 45 are proposed for or scheduled for retirement by 2026. And approximately 85 new ships are in either the planning and ordering stage or under construction right now. Yeah, we so yeah China Navy has a bigger Navy. Their Navy is yeah, bigger yeah. than ours, but ours is larger in, in capital ships and theirs is is not. Well, we, we, we already knew we wouldn't let them because we, we just we're, we're more about quality than quantity, but. It's uh, we'll see because you know well, if, if Trump gets back in, we'll triple our shipbuilding capabilities. So. When I was looking at the way the makeups look, they, they they have more tenders than we do, and we have more large attack vessels than they do. So our understanding of the cosmos may change after this structure found in the depths of the universe. So they found this thing that is so big they can't wrap their heads around it. Where where did they what find it? it? It's in deep space somewhere. Uh, it says astronomers have discovered a colossal structure formed by the, uh, the galaxies and a galaxy cluster. It's, it's like, it's, it's almost like something made it. It's, it's like a spiral. It's like a ring of galaxies that make this huge, huge mass of thing. Nothing can explain how it came to be. Not, they're, they're just, they're just awed by it. Um, Cause you know, and I used to say this all the time when I, uh, when I, when I first got into physics, I used to say, look, the Big Bang Theory can't be correct because galaxies cluster together and sometimes they slow down. So in the Big Bang Theory, everything pushes out. And, and you know, it's like any bomb. When you, like when you were a kid, yeah. you put a firecracker into something, you blew it up, it all went out one direction. What's the same? In different directions, the same thing for us. But now we realize that there are clusters of galaxies that cluster together and hold together and stay together. And we seem to have these ones that are not moving in space. They seem to be anchored and still we have clusters. It's almost like something... And we don't know. These could be advanced cultures uh, that that they every every galaxy they make friends with they bring into the thing, and it it just joins a federation of some kind. We just don't know what it is, but no one can explain it. And then there's that other one where they're pretty sure they found a Dyson sphere. They're even more mm -hmm. sure now than they have been in the past. They said this thing is so regular the way it goes out, and there's no light from it at all. It's it's just it's, they said it's not an asteroid field or anything like that because there would be some light piercing through an asteroid field. I said, whatever this is, is solid and it blocks the light out completely. And they said it's growing. So that's why I think it's some type of sphere. Uh, look, people, we don't know what's in deep space because we can't get there. Uh, nobody's invented faster than light travel yet. Whoever does will be filthy, stinking, wealthy beyond belief. Uh, it looks like they found two structures. Uh, check this out. Yeah, I think it was... here. You can, you can look at the article. So yeah. when are they when are they going to tell us that they found life on Mars 
not 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 until <laughs> oh no they'll they'll tell you they found like like a like a mouse or some grass or something something like an amoeba or some shit they're not going to tell you about intelligent life until they find an artifact first even if they know there's intelligent life right now they need they see the stepping stone theory has always been the same it started about 80 years ago and it's been slowly getting man used to the fact that aliens may be real in lots of different ways. And, it, and it's worked really well. I mean, ha- almost half the shit you see on TV now has something to do with aliens or movies. Yeah. Um, so it's been working really well. And now we're finding life in other worlds. We're pretty sure there's life going to be life in many places in our own solar system. I've, I've been saying that for three decades. So the thing about it is we need an artifact. We need something that shows that there's intelligent life, but there's no threat to us. We slowly have to be brought into this because the majority of the world is not ready to know there's extraterrestrials out there. They're going to flip out. Yeah, you know, a fossilized man-made village on Mars. Religion uh, religion you know, will triple overnight. The structure it, it, still standing from decades ago. Yeah. You know, something like so, that. So, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe in the Sedona area over there, we'll find, you know, what looks to be, um, you know, That's some ruins. That's and some ruins that are, you know, 50 million year old ruins. <laughs> okay, well, 50 million, we ain't, ain't got to worry about them. So we can explore Mars and get on Mars and start inhabiting Mars and slowly, slowly start to understand that there's life. We might find maybe a newer artifact, say, out an art cloud or Pluto or, or a Titan or one of the other moons out there, Europa, and, uh, and then realize that, look, it's probably here. And then somewhere along that line, probably be Viking. Somebody will probably pick a Viking. Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody listening? Hello, is anybody listening? These stupid humans don't listen to anything, and uh, they'll follow the signal back. And one day we're sitting here, and the problem is, is, is America. So if they come in mass, we're going to freak out because every movie we've ever seen when they came mass, they were invading. So we're going to flip out. If well, one, I mean, they have, uh, they have. There, there were all those flaps back in the. Like in the fifties, anytime we did like a massive hydrogen bomb test, we had like a major flap. We would have hundreds. Well, of and there was there was there were, there were two um, there was two a two week period in fifty two or fifty three with a, mm-hmm. a, a nine to eleven and twelve fifteen UFO flap going over the White House and Congress yeah. right in the middle of nineteen fifty two and, and you know, fire yeah. planes were dispatched to the scene. And this is on. It's, it's in the Washington Post. It's on all kinds of news. news yeah, but everybody forgets. It's just like a, the the entire species has like this memory loss about this stuff. But it happened. Mm-hmm. Like every every time we would do it, like if you if you just plot the number of sightings against major nuclear tests. I mean, even even at like abductions, like you know the Pescagoula incident. Did you know that that place they were making nuclear attack submarines in Pescagoula at the time? Mm-hmm. Right, there's like high correlation between these sightings yeah. and nuclear. Now they build yeah, the Agus cruisers or a version of the Agus cruiser. Yeah. It's um, it's 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 a tough thing because uh, different societies are more open to different things. So in the fifties, they were more open for extraterrestrial life. They were ready to see. Yeah, at but least I mean, this country. We, were, we were talking about this on 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 Jeff's show just before this one. Um, if you look back at some of the the interviews of some, some like they they had kind of a aliens in the desert thing in in Nevada in Las Vegas and if you look at that those those interviews some of those people are so kooky i mean they're just absolute nuts and you know that their stories are probably bogus mm-hmm. yet it's it's these people that have ruined it for 
you know, modern day, people still go back and go, oh, well, you're just a bunch of kooks. Well, yeah, right. okay, there are a bunch of kooks in this research genre, but uh, they're, they're not as nutty as they were in the 50s. I mean, just go back and look at that video. It's the black and white, and I forget what they call it. It's something in the desert. Uh, well, and, I mean, you have you have nuclear launch officers, guys who are in charge of ten minute man. We have legitimate, you know, military right? officers and whistleblowers who were part of these programs. That you know, there's that one guy that uh, I don't know his name, but he had he had a, a full beard and he was working on one of the shuttle, or not shuttle, one of the missile programs. I don't know if he was at White Sands or, or somewhere in California. But he talks Vandenberg. about a missile launch where the missile goes up. And it's like the UFO yeah. comes in, shoots a beam, goes here, shoots a beam, goes here. Bob beam. Jacobs. He, Bob Jacobs. Yes, he's guy. been in. Yeah. He's been interviewed hundreds of times. He's never flapped on his story, and you know, there's the, there's actual video. Like they, he says they filmed it. There's yeah, this, this is like the closest kept secret in the U.S. national security state. Yeah. It's like everybody knows it's real. Nobody like. But, but and nobody wants it, to admit it, that it is. Yeah, it has such a stigma associated with it because of all the disinformation, misinformation, destru destruction of reputations that people just won't like it. But if you just spend a week reading this stuff, sure, there's a lot of first, there's a ton of disinformation, right? Designed to, yeah, and you can sift through that pretty whatnot. quickly. And then there's a you know, there's a bunch of hoaxes, hoaxers, and stuff like that, but. There is a body of evidence that it is undeniable that, and I'm not saying it's from outer space. Who knows, right? It yeah. could just be it, it, they live here, right? They have bases in the sea, in the ocean, like off Catalina. Who knows? Right? One thing that in helped fact, keep the, the one seven, yeah, one of the things that helped keep the one seventeen secret was that all all of the sightings of it over the airspaces it was being flown on in the northern part of the country, above you know Nevada, uh, was you know they were calling it a UFO and top secret programs that are running that system, you know, the skunk works, they like that because it right. attracts information, it attracts attention away right. from them. And people right. are looking for stuff from another planet. Yet that was a plane that we developed that went under UFO stigma. Yeah, I, th I think that's what the 20, Phoenix lights were too. I think that was like an air. It, like it's an probably air a platform, probably platform. TR3B three B sort of type of platform that we have yeah. that yeah. they were wanting. Because it to wasn't test. it wasn't like moving and like really jerk. It was just kind of like a remote. It wasn't like going a, very fast. Automated. It wasn't making yeah. Any noise. Yeah. Yeah. So and like to your point, a lot of this misinformation is also deliberate just to obscure other skunk works projects and things other, like other that. types but, of you know earthly bound projects but not they can't all be because of the just the body of evidence from centuries and centuries and centuries ago yeah. um and, and it's enough it's enough sub it's enough circumstantial evidence that even without a dead body even without the murder weapon um and even without motive and opportunity we have enough evidence to get a conviction yeah. we just don't have enough of the other stuff to put it in court <laughs> Yeah, we used to preach all the time that in a, in a court of law you could easily win this as a case yeah. because you you don't you don't need it's a you don't have to have parliamentary evidence you can do circumstantial evidence but the thing of it is is eyewitness evidence is great but we all know it sucks but it's still great so if you get five hundred mm -hmm. people or fifty people or twenty people. You said I saw it in a court. Yeah, well, that's eyewitness testimony. You got to kind of take it for what it is, and uh, that's exactly what it is. It's eyewitness testimony. So yeah, but the only, know, the only in a court being taken in court without cross examination is deathbed confessions, and so there are lots of those. Lots of death. Jesse Marcel's deathbed confession. His son's deathbed confession. 
Um, I'm sure St. Friedman has one, but, you know, he's not necessarily a witness or a whistleblower. But, you know, people who are directly involved with, with handling some of this material and or in, in programs that are building and re-engineering de these things, uh, their deathbed confessions are as good as gold, just as anything else. But yet they're not looked at any kind of with any kind of serious, you know, scientific minds. Well, so you've got Neil Armstrong, who said that we were sent told not to go back to the moon. No. Uh, he never wavered the whole time he was in. He remember he was a senator, and he still never wavered. Um, but you've got Buzz Aldrin, who says we never went to the moon. Uh, you've got um, Edgar Mitchell, who says yes, we did go. Matter of fact, I was having dinner at, at the Washington Press Club with Edgar Mitchell and Buzz Aldrin, and Buzz told me that. And Edgar said, "Will you stop with the bullshit?" He said, "You know what that does when people hear that." He actually got on his ass about it. Uh, still, it was nice to have lunch or dinner with uh, two of my favorites, you know, two of my heroes growing up. So, uh, but he he said that is that's what Neil's always told him, and he said he would believe every word Neil ever told him. So, he's pretty sure that's happened. And he said since then, he's been he's been told and seen things that suggest everything that Neil said was true, and that we were told to stay off the moon. And something that other people, most people might not remember, is that Neil was the golden boy. He was a golden. Before they boy. went to the moon, Neil was the golden boy. You, you know, clean military record, uh, just great. You know, awards that he got through his military career. Then he goes to the moon, comes back, and he's basically blacklisted for what he says because he's saying these things that that you know NASA and I guess the government don't want him to say. I mean, he, he became sort of a pariah in his later. Well, we had. Let me see. So, what was it? Seventeen was our last mission. Uh, last uh, was it eighteen? Right, was it right. Well, no, there was right. two missions that were paid for that we never used. I know that's Three, a fact. 18, 19, and 20. So, uh, two, but I know two of them never got used. So, 18 supposedly got used. Well, uh, now 18, I don't know for the, what the, the equipment the equipment for all three, 18, 19, and 20 is is missing. Well, no, 19 yeah. and 20, no, they know what happened. No, no, 19 and 20, they know what happened to it. So, that that's not as a big a deal. Yeah, we did some serious, we got into some serious stuff in there. But 19 and 20, they found that they also found just recently a lot of the footage uh, that supposedly also went the way of the dodo bird. So, my problem is with the footage, all I need to see is the original can tape. I don't want to see anything that's been digitally enhanced by uh, on a computer. Yeah. So, I, I need so recently NASA put up. 21 of the cans uh, so people could actually because a lot of people were asking because people weren't believing them they were thinking somebody just went back and made footage and uh we're and, redoing and, the footage yeah, it's on video yeah, or something. doing a, doing an ai but no they put the cans up so but they didn't find all of it by any means they think a lot of it got tossed thrown in the trash they think a lot of the apollo stuff all the apollo missions but i think most of the apollo stuff has been trashed or reused particularly certain uh, re like or, 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 tapes or, or, and, or and magnetic tapes that they could reuse they reused all that videotape that they had back in, in the early you know part of videotape they reused they ran out of it they couldn't buy any new stuff so they recycled it that's what nasa has said in the past yeah and, and a lot of that's probably true but uh i i have not Ever interviewed one? But I don't know why would you? I mean, if, if you're NASA, why would you erase you know, magnetic footage of your space program? I mean, the inaugural space—it doesn't make sense. Most of the stuff that's going well, missing, actually, they don't I have remember, any I, good I, validation. I, I remember what Carp, Carper Reed said. He said all the NASA missions were were on television. He said so. There should always be copies, all of it. He said, but, yeah, have you seen some of those video copies? They're horrible. 
they are horrible, but still, they, he said there's copies of everything that was ever done is is in the media. I, I think there's it. I think there's stuff that's been that's 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 still missing. They didn't they didn't say there might all. be, and there it's might be, but I, I have never talked to any astronauts, not one. I've interviewed probably twenty twenty five by now that never saw said they didn't see something in space, not one. Matter of fact, three or four like Jeff Chandler told me the same thing. He goes, you know, he said I get pissed when I say tell somebody I found ET. He said, my job is to go look for E.T. and find E.T. We tell them we find E.T., they laugh at us. He said, even though NASA is fully functionally aware of many missions where there was sightings up close and personal with Skylab, with the ST missions, with the new space, well, with the old, now I guess it's the old space station now. Uh, there's been many, many of them. And, you know, they had to change the language in the Apollo, Mercury, and Gemini missions because it happened so much that it was starting to scare people. So that's when they switched over to calling them Santa reindeer, Claus. Santa Claus. Santa oh, there goes Claus. a sled. Or, or they, they would just come yeah. up with some stupid name. Yeah, in Vietnam, and they still were today, helicopters or helos. Yeah. <laughs> and believe it or not, even still today, they still use that shit at NASA. The difference is now, after the STS, I think it was 41 mission, 48. everything got, it was it one of them, after that, everything got a seven second delay. Everything. 48 was one where the, 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 you see the flash and the and the energy beam comes up from yeah, around right, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. NASA and, is like, and then it just like you know, reverses course, yeah. whatever they're yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's going it's going along like this, and all of a sudden it just goes like that, like off screen, right. I mean, like almost instantly. And then where right. it would have been if you follow the track, where it would have been, that laser goes right through it. It would have killed it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the well. NASA said it reversed course because the end they had an engine flash. Adjusting course. And they were I saying that it was ice a piece. They reaction said it was a piece of ice. Flash. It's, yeah, I, don't said, think, I think it was the flash of the weapon being fired from Earth. So they said there was a chunk of ice that was just floating along, alongside the shuttle. And then the thing shot up. And then at the same time, the thing shot up. Oh, they the shuttle made an adjustment and the ice went the other way. I, I could buy that. Except for the damn thing took off so fast and kept going that I was like, no, wait a minute, man. And, and, and it's there's accelerating. A, there's, there's a really good YouTube. And wouldn't it spray? Guys. Like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't the, wouldn't the heat turn the ice into water? Well, there's also there's there's really close particles in the camera that are real, right by the camera that you would see if there was a reaction control thruster right here below the camera. Those things right near the camera would have moved, not yeah, something the, way uh, way out there. The reaction uh, control thrusters, I don't think, uh, use fuel. I think they used air compressed. They air. used compressed air. Yeah. Uh, but they they would still move anything. You would see the compressed air go through the camera, yeah. which you don't. You see the flash is way way yeah, off there's, camera. There's a there's a spray uh, flash when it when but it first. There's a really good an analysis on YouTube. I don't remember the guy's name, but he was like a physicist, and he analyzed the whole video from the beginning to the end. And it's long. It's like 14 minutes long if you watch the whole thing. But from the beginning, they, he follows the the main object that gets shot at, and he he points out that as it comes in, it's it's going pretty fast, and it slows down. To enter the atmosphere of Earth, and just before it enters the atmosphere, that's when you see the flash, and then it goes whoosh, way off base, and then the laser goes where it would have been had it kept going forward. That, that's so, been... It's it's pretty hard to debate this guy. He's a scientist. He knows he's a space scientist. Well, he uh, Chandler, the whole video in a way that you can't you can't argue with him. I don't know if you can still find it, but Chandler had put together it was like twelve or fourteen of the best shuttle. Uh, sightings. There's some good ones. I mean, there was some. There's a lot right? of good. There's one where the, the the thing goes. It comes in from the out out. It comes in from out here. Goes and then again it goes back out. It, I mean, it's, it's it's it comes in fast, stops, and then and then goes right back out the way it came. That that's one of the most tremendous ones. I know. Um, you hear so there's a mission 
they're doing something outside and uh, you hear the guy go, fuck, what was that? And and you see the other guy's head shaking, like, and then you hear you hear the guy in the in the cargo bay going, "Fuck, I just seen it too. What was it?" Because they thought maybe it was some debris or something. Because it's dangerous out in space these days. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and then the guy said, "Oh shit, it's back." And you see you see the one guy turn his head as much as he could in his helmet, and he's like looking over his shoulder, going, "Oh, I think it's back," and it's just watching us. And then you hear NASA say, "Okay, go back to work," and they cut the feed, and that's all you heard. And, but they got that. They got part of that. They got a lot of different stuff. Uh, where and, and then there's lots of stuff from the Mercury and Apollo Gemini. Most of that's old tape, but there's lots of that. And the astronauts would go talk, and you know, because back in the '60s and in the '70s, they would ask them about ast- uh, you know aliens and shit like that. The, I remember they were giving an interview before the astronauts were giving an interview in New York on some local AM station up there. And the guy says, well, did you, have you seen aliens? He said, I don't know what we've seen. He said, but there seems to be something out there that seems to be paying attention to us. And they must have got, you know, buku phone calls after that. And then you never heard him talk about it because he probably got reprimanded because they always got reprimanded anytime they said anything. It, it seems yeah. very likely that there are more than one, uh, let's just say, uh, exoplanetary, exoplanetary mm-hmm. civilizations that are interested in this general area of space. That uh, might be, or it might just be like fifteen or twenty different. Or it just might be a consortium. It just might be a consortium, and who's allowed to visit and who's not. Um, because we, we don't does, know the story, but there are a lot of people. There are, it seems to be there seems to be a lot of activity outside of this planet that we can't explain. Yeah, well, think about it. We're way out, way out on the edge of the galaxy, in the third spiral mm-hmm. arm. We're a good jumping spot if you jump into somewhere. We're, we're actually between spiral arms, so we're we're mm-hmm. outside of the norm for most most uh, planetary systems. Most systems in this galaxy are two and three star systems. We're a one star system out by itself, no nearby neighbors. Our nearest nearby neighbors 40 light years away. Most of the other stars have light, you know, stars that are one light year, two light year, half a light year away. They're very, very close. Oh, yeah, but we, we've got we've got the red giants that are nearby us, and then we got like Proxima, and then they're all within four light years of us. They, uh, but there's not, the, the quick, the, the what we think of as the first and closest. Uh, system that has a living planet is 40 light years from us. Not anymore. We think it's Proxima B, which is 3.85 light years from us. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, yeah. So they're thinking, of course, we say thinking because no one knows until we go there. What they found was, is, um, so they found something the other day that suggested there may be life on another planet, some type of an industry. Some of the chemicals they found in the atmosphere suggested. Yeah. It's like methane or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. So it may be some type of industry. This one they just found has about the, they said it had about the same atmosphere as we did suggesting that there's something probably alive there whether it's a technologically they can't really tell but there's probably something alive there so see in the beginning nasa and all them was stupid especially the astronomers see what happens with people that are really really intelligent they just don't have any common sense so you build these brilliant science so why are you doing this and you're looking for these things why didn't you build on things that may be easier to find like Things that may be chemicals in the atmosphere that may suggest technologies. And yeah, that's what the more next abundant. Yeah, they would us, be yeah. more abundant, easy to look for. And I've always said because mm-hmm. I remember when they found the first two, first six exoplanets. This young guy was doing a thesis, and he started looking for. He started using lasers to hunt planets, and uh, then he was the first one to ever do it. Matter of fact, we interviewed him on UFO on the cover, and uh, he started looking for. And he he was the one that found the first laser that hits our planet every six months it hits our planet for i forgot how many minutes like 11 minutes 
They have no idea what it is. They do not think it's from a star, a pulsar, a quasar. They're pretty sure it's probably artificial, but they have no idea. They don't even know where it's coming from. All they know is it's coming from way well, I mean, Just by the space. nature of it, I, I believe laser is a man-made thing. Yeah, well, it's no. It's not something that's no. not, I don't think it's anything that's naturally occurring. They have they have things that can that that can kind of fool you like pulsars and stuff like that. Yeah, but and we know so, about pulsars. Yeah. So so this 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 they don't they don't know what it is. And and he found it and they found the other ones since then. And let's be honest, once you reach a certain phase, you're not gonna be using radio in less than in less than five decades, we'll pretty much have phased out radio altogether. I mean, in, in change of wireless and stuff like that. <clears throat> Think about it now, you can go get a wireless and uh you know put wireless make your whole internet in your house wireless if you want to and i can't because i have business connections so i because i have all the shit running on them but uh, you could go one of some people noble boxes for 50 dollars a month and run, run your whole house there's no wires connected to it other than the, the power wire everything else is wireless and uh, and that's new technology and we're starting more and more and more we're moving to uh things like light technologies laser technologies most of our fast computers are going to be using light um it's it's just different technology so you know when you're looking for a society with radio waves you're looking for a society like from the 50s and 60s we'll say from the right. 50s to the to the 90s is what you're really looking at as this society enhances and grows in another 50 years we won't be giving off radio waves like that anymore if you're listening to us you might even think we died a uh, hundred years of radio and then silence yeah, I mean, radio really started in the 1880s. We're, here we are, 2023. That's you know, just a little over 200 years. Uh, you know. Yeah, but what, but 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 we've only been broadcasting since 1936. Strong enough signals to get into deep space. That was the um, the uh, Hitler broadcast of the 11th. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first time. But since then, so it's been not quite 100 years. We've been broadcasting. Uh, but all that's going to be going out forever. It's going to just keep on going yep. and keep on going and keep on going. So people, you know, somebody may fly here after watching I Love Lucy. I mean, really, that's not the society they're going to find when they get here, <laughs> you know, or, and, and let's not, let's not hope it's not like one of them stupid movies where they start believing shit they see on our planet is real. Uh, yeah. How, yeah how, you know, how, <laughs> how do you know what you're watching if it's real or not? Actually, Jimmy, we're getting ready to go. We got about five minutes, and we're going to roll out of here. So, what, you you got something for us? Uh, the last poll numbers. You know what? I, hold on. Let me see if I can find them. The last poll numbers I've seen had pretty much had Humpty Trumpy uh, winning. The only poll numbers I have ever seen in the last two months that don't have Trump winning is either uh, NBC or some lefty shit you don't even want to talk about. Biden's board decision. What an idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Ukrainians have been building realistic. We were talking about this last week. They're building realistic decoys of radar and missile radars and missile systems. And Russia has been attacking them nonstop. They've blown up the fake ones. Okay. Okay. Uh -oh. so they, finds, they have a 100 kill rate on cardboard targets <laughs> uh hubble finds water rich planet with steamy atmosphere oh look at this huh? when when did that come out when it just it's on earth magazine it just came out just an article just popped up as i was looking for the other one uh-huh look at that 
The quest to find life. Yeah, we're going to find life. Do we keep finding worlds like this? We're going to find life. Oh, man. Well, it's probably the, the I mean, they probably know. It's, it's probably just the rollout. They're going to say. I mean, it's mathematically impossible we're alone in the galaxy. I mean, it's just inevitable yeah. that it's going to be known throughout the whole planet. Whoever came up, whoever came up with the notion that, oh, yeah, we're definitely alone, given the size of the universe, is just, it, it's, it's more uh, incredible to believe that than to believe that, yes, there's life everywhere. Well, I mean, well, how do you control a people? I mean, especially, you know, a, a vastly uneducated mass of people, uh, and you have little or no technology. You're talking about people who could overpower you. If you want to take control of them, you have to make them think some spectacular things. So, you know, the, the whole God story, the, the religion, and, you know, that whole mythos, all, any mythos, pick any mythos, you know, Greek, Roman, you know, Indian. You put the fear of God in people, they're going to they're gonna stay in line a little longer. Yeah, but you could easily just, you could do, do that just as easily by saying, if you don't get your ish together and develop faster and, and build this pyramid to protect us, then these things that are almost as powerful as gods are going to come here and discover us and kill us all. So, you know, yeah. that'll, that'll put the fear of God into you. Let's see. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is the 270 polls. They have national poll have uh, Trump and Biden, uh, 45% each with 10% undecided. These uh, polls I mean, like, haven't changed. I mean, uh, who's undecided at this point? Uh, <laughs> idiot people. See, Georgia, see, but you but see. Everybody's at 45. It doesn't matter who it is. You see, right see what you're seeing now is, so like Colorado, it's almost a dead neck and tie with 24% of Missouri. Trump's murdering everybody. South Dakota, Trump's murdering everybody. California, Trump's doing 36% with 14% undecided. Georgia, where he lost last time, he's already He's at 50% with 14% undecided. Uh, Ohio, he's winning. Uh, Pennsylvania is a tie. Uh, Wisconsin, he's winning. Minnesota is a tie. Michigan, he's winning. Arizona, he's winning. Nevada, he's winning where he lost last time. North Carolina, he's winning. Texas, he's murderizing people. New York, he's only four points behind. New Hampshire, he's only three points behind. Florida, he's murderizing. Tennessee, Iowa, Virginia, he's murderizing. Uh, he's losing in Washington. He's losing. Damn, he's getting murderized in mass. He's winning in Alaska. Yeah. He's going to lose in Maryland. He's winning in Wyoming. He's winning in Arkansas. He's winning in Montana. He's uh, losing in Illinois. He's winning in North Dakota. He's winning in Indiana. He's winning in Kansas, West Virginia, Nebraska, Idaho, Oklahoma, Kentucky. Hey, how's he doing New in Canada? Mexico. I bet he's doing pretty good there, too. It's uh, Canada. <laughs> you know? uh, oh, New Mexico, he's losing in. Look at that. Oh, wow. Uh, the majority, he's, 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 so the majority, he's, he's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 states in the blue. With one, two, three, four, five, six states undecided. All the rest of them are red. And the huh. states that are undecided are like Nevada, uh, Georgia, which he's already got Georgia pulled. Pennsylvania, he's going to probably take this one. He's going to try to take Wisconsin. Yeah. It, it looks like he's going to have an easier time this way around. Hey, guys, I'm just going by with the polls. Say, don't hate on me. I'm not the one that makes these damn polls. 
Haley trails Trump in home state. Of course she trails Trump. She sucks. <laughs> Wait, Nikki, Nikki, I'm not even trying to be mean to you. You just you just suck, girl. Uh, uh, let's see. Latest polls on 538 polls. Let's see. Polls ending Kerry Lake. Oh, we, like we give a shit about Kerry Lake. <laughs> uh, uh, Trump, Biden, Trump, 45. Uh, so this is February 1st presidential election poll. Trump is 45. Biden is 41. The economics, uh, the economist, U.S. government. This is a liberal site. Uh, Trump is tied. This is another liberal site. Daily Chaos at 44. Uh, Haley uh, on CNN is ahead of Biden, 52 to 39. Uh, Trump's ahead of Biden, 49-55 on the CNN polls. That's CNN, people. CNN's pretty freaking blue. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Fox. Fox has Haley losing, but Trump murderizing him. Uh, the Shaw polls, Trump's winning. Uh, let's see. Fox polls, Trump's winning, of course. Emerson College, Trump's winning it. Damn, I can't believe it. Trump's winning, 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 Trump's winning. Uh, up Biden's winning at Quinnipiac. Uh, at Quinnipiac poll, Quinnipiac University, it's 39-37 Biden. Is New York? I guess. I, it didn't even say. Uh, Yahoo News, which is left, he's got Trump winning. Survey USA Trump uh, Trump is uh, Biden's winning. Uh, University of Southern California Biden fifty two Trump twenty five. <laughs> like that was a surprise. The Morning Consultant uh, Trump's winning. Uh, the Canadian Press was we we just didn't you just make a joke about Canada? He's winning in Canada. I, I just asked, yeah, how is he doing in Canada? I know. <laughs> Emerson College, Trump 55, Biden 26. Emerson College, oh, he's just murderizing Biden all the way down the list. Uh, I don't know. The current poll has him winning outright. But, uh, but also think about this. We've been looking at these polls the last several months, and they, they really have – they're stagnant. They haven't changed. There's no, dramatic, lot, there's no dramatic ups or downs. So almost all of them showing Trump ahead of Biden by at least 5%. Yeah, you and, see CNN try to cheat every once in a while, but yeah, a couple of them you can see cheats in there. Uh, but you know, the bulk of them all favor Trump, even the ones that so, would favor Biden favor Trump. So it's just I, so this 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 actually helps. This is Georgia Biden poll. Georgia uh, Trump's killing him in Georgia. So then they show him. So it's a fifty-one forty-three, right? Then they show uh, Biden Kennedy. Then it goes even more. He does take some votes from Trump, but he takes way more from mm -hmm. Biden. Uh, so it drops Biden down to 37%. Anywhere Kennedy in, Biden drops by at least 10 points. Uh, yeah, they got the Democrats have to worry about Kennedy first. They got to find a way to knock to him, get out, him out. Get him out. Yeah. yeah. They, well, he, they, if they wouldn't have pissed him off, he might have left, but he, I don't think he's going now. Uh, yeah. They, they fucking they pissed a guy. Excuse my language, people. They pissed him right off. They added, yeah, they added the fuel to the fire, and he's okay. down and determined to prove him wrong. Here's here's CNN. What does CNN got to say? CNN polls Trump narrowly leads Biden in general election rematch. Yeah, I don't believe that. What, what is narrowly? Narrowly. Let, let, yeah. Let's see what they're narrowly. Like five percent, ten percent, eight percent. Let's see. <laughs> I'd uh, say five percent probably. 
one percent would fit the bill, but it's going to be more than one percent. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Yeah, the book of the polls are showing that there's at least a five percent gap between the two. So I mean, uh, and 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 colored voters, Biden gets fifty-seven, Trump gets thirty-five, and and national voters, Trump gets. Trump is killing him in national votes. It's like 55, 35 or something. CNN. CNN tries to spin this any way they can to make this look better, but it just doesn't come out. Any way it goes, uh, Biden's losing. They put all kind of bullshit in here to try to uh, to make it feel better, to make everybody feel better about it. At least they put, and it was only based on 1,200 people, by the way. Most of these polls aren't, don't usually get big numbers for some reason or another. Uh, let's see, 27, 27, uh, The Economist, Trump versus Biden. Let's see what The Economist versus Biden. Uh, uh, Trump sucks. I mean, Biden sucks. Uh, uh, this has Trump 48, Biden 43. Again, five percent. Yeah, well, the Economist is a very liberal thing, so I was kind of surprised uh, to see it quite that high. Yeah, hold on, Jimmy. Let me see these, and we got to get out of here. Let's see right quick. And uh, when looking for CNN, Politico. There we go. Politico is so left; it's not even funny. So Politico, whatever Politico. We just want to see what your polls say. We want to see how Trump is losing by eight hundred points. <laughs> So let's see. As of, let's see, it's February. What is this? So we go to January. Th what? Wait. National Parliament voting intention. What are you talking about? Did we go to like some damn? Yes, we did. What the hell? We're looking at the United Kingdom election. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Happy what? Happy king. <laughs> As, oh, here we go. NBC polls. Ooh, we're going to see what these are. Uh oh. They rarely favor Trump. Last two weeks they have been, but they rarely favor Trump. Okay. Plan your vote, how to vote in 2024. Uh, Trump doing better in California. Trump doing better in Nevada. It's because all the Republicans are leaving. <laughs> that's the. Uh, yeah. Trump. That's Trump <laughs> Trump is murderizing all of the candidates uh, in his primaries. Uh, yeah, we already knew that. We already knew all of that. According to NBC, he is five points ahead of Biden. That's the, over the average of three point five mistake average. Uh, that's a that's a firm lead there. It's a narrow lead, according to CNN. Yeah, it's narrow. yeah three point yeah. five to five. That's a narrow lead. I mean, I would you know that that's pretty much I've won the election lead is what that yeah. is. Yeah, I think 1% remember, is narrow. But and remember, that, that does not include Kennedy's vote in there. That's that's only that's, that's him against – the Democrats need to start waking up and putting Kennedy in every poll or they're going to find themselves in a really bad, scary place. Mm -hmm. And that's what they'll do. They'll vote. They'll blame it on Kennedy. Well, you know, if he wouldn't have turned on the party and uh, – Look, they'll lose baby boomers because baby boomers will see a Kennedy and they'll vote for him. Yeah, they will. They'll lose he's going to siphon votes off of the Democratic tickets. Right. So, right. And they're not, it doesn't seem like they're accounting for that in any of their Well, they're, they're expecting him to take 18% of the overall vote 
uh, 11% of that will be from the Democrats and 7% will be from the Republicans. The Republicans who don't want to vote for Trump because he's a criminal uh, will probably vote for him instead. Yep. But it's it, it still, it's as it stands right now, there are no Democratic, as long as he's running, I mean, what do you mean, what do you mean, Kurt? Michelle Obama could run. As long as Kennedy's in this race, no Democrat will be your next president. No. Uh-uh. And he might do it again next time. This guy's pissed. He, the party pissed him off, man. He could uh, wind up being a Bob Dole for the for the entire Democratic Party. I, I don't. I don't but know not how Bob Dole. Um, uh, Ross Perot because Ross Perot did the flip yep. flop. Yeah. And and then he you know he basically you know shanked the entire campaign for Bob Dole. Well, I'm not saying that this guy is is, but if, if they don't get him out, the Democrats are done. And so far, I haven't even seen an effort to get him out. No, they're they're like they're ignoring him like he's not even there. They don't want to even give him TV time. Well, because if they talk to him like they do about Trump, he'll get even more votes. Yeah, I mean they're they're ignoring him in their polls. Like they're not they're not expecting his his uh, him to have any effect on their candidate's popularity. And I bet See, you there is. I bet I bet you those polls are probably more like a closer to like an eight to ten percent. Well, that's what that NBC poll just said: is Biden and Trump because they're not adding in the right factors. Well, that's what I mean, they, if they NBC, were smart. They'd make him an offer. You know what I mean? Well, they they'd probably already off. have. There, there yeah, have been true. reports from NBC and CNN that they have made him offer. He said no. He's already got. He said he's already wealthy. There's nothing they can really give him that he doesn't already have. He said that because they actually made an offer right when he quit and went and became an independent. They were trying to buy him out to quit running all together. And, and the more they offered him, the more pissed this guy got. Well, I mean, uh, like a like a political position, like you're offering like the vice president. Yeah, but they, they can't guarantee that for one thing. They can they can offer they can guarantee him like the nomination for the party to go on the ticket, but they can't guarantee him to win. There's no way that so there I don't I, I don't agree with Joe. There's nothing they can offer him that he doesn't already have. You know, well they He's could probably argue on his own, but he, he, and, he's and money rich. They won't, I doubt they would offer him a VP anyway, because if, if his voice it'd be hard for him to go out there and campaign. Um have you seen the current VP? Boy, she's an idiot. But I, I don't, and how do you fire her? I know um, they have a little bit of a pickle. They have a little bit of a pickle on their hands, right? Yes. I mean, how do you fire her? It, it's it's uh, usually get rid of the first multiracial. I think she has to be impeached. The only way you get her out of office. Yeah, I think she'd have to want to quit actually without causing a stink. Because if I had a black girl, she's gonna leave me more votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless she, wait, what do you mean, make Michelle Obama his VP? That could work, actually. That could, but I don't think Michelle Obama would be interested. No, I, I mean, it's, why would she want to be VP for him and only for four years? Well, because she might have a chance of being president afterwards. That's why she'd have to kill him. It's uh, you know, no, no, because he only gets four years, so he she could come back and run as president if uh. <laughs> If but they to want, guarantee it, she'd have to kill him while she's still in office as VP. Oh yeah, guarantee it. Yeah. Well, he'd probably die anyway in four years. He, he wouldn't I, have yeah, to I, I, I don't think. Even, I mean, even if he was lucid, but you see, that sucks uh, for I her. Think I think his health is in, is a serious. It's a but serious that, issue. I mean, listen to him. The way he slurs his words, he sounds drunk. Yeah, but think think about it. If if she became VP, say Michelle did, and he died, uh, yeah, she, she would said. she she would get that two years, right? But she could only run one more time. She couldn't run a second time. So she'd be stuck. 
Are you sure? I don't think that's true. Oh, yeah. No, she couldn't run again. She, you can't serve more than eight years. That's all you can serve. As president, she was only in, in, in as vice president. But uh, she would have served as president for two years. years. Yeah. So that was she, that would. So you can only have two terms. Not You can not, only have not, two terms. The way I understand we're going to have to get a constitutional lawyer in here. But if, if let's say, for example, if she VPs up with Biden and for some luck of whatever, he wins the election. And then on January 22nd, he kills over dead. She becomes once, vice president. One, no, no, she no. Once she becomes president, once she becomes president, that's it. She's president. No, but she didn't, she wasn't elected as president. Doesn't so matter. She does She's years. still she president. Can still, she can still do four more. Or, or no, uh-uh, uh-uh. Once you're yeah. president, no, Ford couldn't do it. They told him. He, he actually, but they talked about it. He wasn't eligible for more than one term. You can't do more than eight years, period. That's all you get. You don't get more than eight years. Huh? So even right. if you could win a second term, you could only serve two of the four years. You'd be stuck. They, uh, they're not going to let anybody serve 10 years. They, they got rid of that because of what's-his-face with his 12 years Truman. in office. Yeah, they said that's enough you of that crap. No, no, it was yeah. uh, FDR. FDR. Yeah, who, yeah whoever it was that went crazy. Same time. Whoever was bucking for four terms. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I guess if he was doing a great job, it still it didn't sound like it to me. But no, you're pretty much done. Uh, so she. Oh, actually, this is the this is the rule. So uh, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. So no person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice, and no person who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other person was elected. So. If she's yeah, at the magic stuck. just under two years. Oh yeah, she, she does can... like eighteen months. She might be able to because that's not a, yep. that's not a half a term. That's yep. only a piece of a term. But once once you break that two years in a day, that's your that's your term. Yep, you're, you're done. Only... Yeah, that, yeah, that's your term. You're done. You're, you're you done. Do, you, get, you can't do. You, yeah, you two years has always more. been. The, it's always been the golden mark. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean, Frankie? Um, I don't know if she could win or not. It'd be a hard election for Michelle. Her husband, I know liberals want you to think she was the most popular president ever, but he wasn't. No. What poll says he's at? Oh, what poll says he's got a 75% approval rating? Whatever that is, don't believe that. When he left office, he was sitting at 36% Obama. Of course the media says he's the greatest president in the world. Actually, the most popular and greatest president in the world was Ronald Reagan. He's always held the thing forever. Uh, and then Clinton was there. Really, Clinton was way to hell up there too. Well, the Democrats hate Reagan. Yeah, they, they would like third or fourth like president overall. Uh, Clinton, the Clinton, uh, they would do anything they could to get rid of Reagan's thing. Yeah. Well, you know, but changes as generations go too. Remember that as newer generations come in. Well, because Kennedy was really popular. Yeah, and Kennedy, Kennedy was very popular. Russian state TV urges strikes against key NATO capital. Who can, actually, who can actually think it would be a good thing to attack any NATO anything? Political opponents of Russian TV broadcasts recently discussed the prospects of Moscow launching military strikes on Berlin, Germany. What, what, why would you be stupid? Well, and why Berlin, Germany? What's because Berlin gave them tanks and gave them some other stuff. Oh, Berlin! And, I thought you said yeah. Berlin. The last time they tangled with Germany, Germany killed twenty million of them. I, I'm and I'm thinking that that's now they're NATO. They're going to kill more of them. 
the people. I, I don't. I don't know why anybody would think it would be a good idea to attack any European country. They're not only that they're NATO, but they're U.S. allies. Some of them are protectorates. No, actually, uh, Britain is a protectorate of the United States. It's much different than an yeah. ally. It's yeah. a whole different thing. Oh, no, 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 no. So we, we might let other countries crash and burn, but not England. They would never crash. Britain and the United States is, is military and politics is so intertangled. I don't even know if we could pull ourselves apart. It wasn't like the EU thing. We're, we're much more tangled. We've been like that since the war ended. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I meant the Civil War. <laughs> the, no, the, the, the war the where we broke away had a revolutionary the war. The revolutionary we, war. We, we, we have, we have, for every year after that, we have become closer and closer and closer and closer to Britain. Minus, minus those few years of the war. Yeah, we had, yeah, yeah, we had, we had a couple of slaps around that we had to deal with, but yeah. it's well, uh, you know, they only burned down Washington in that one, but that's all right. You know, yeah, yeah, it shit happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you know, but really for the last two hundred years, we've been, we've been pretty good friends. It's um no really we have we really have been I mean and in modern times since World War II I just I don't even know if you could pull them apart I, I mean they're so uh, our militaries are so intense well I don't think Canadians are too the Canadians military is wrapped up in ours yeah. a lot of our allies allies are are wrapped up in no not Mexico well Mexico I mean different. although Canada is now independent during World War II they were part of England. They were they were another country entirely. They were separate. Well, they're still part of the Commonwealth. Granted, but they were part of the British nation or well, British Empire. Yeah, well, they're still part of the Commonwealth. They're still part of the Commonwealth. It's like well, India, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, they're allies, but there's no there's no sharing of wealth. India is still part of the Commonwealth. So is Australia. We they 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 all worship the well now the king I was gonna say the queen but now it's the king Zeke I'll the king oh wait I'm not yeah. sure you're supposed to say it that way but. no yeah I wouldn't say that on there uh, but yeah I yeah I don't I don't I don't get it, the it's still hard it's people. still hard to call him King Charles because I've just for how fifty some years of my life I've only known him as Prince Charles so it's so mm-hmm. hard and it's like changing year you, you like the first few months you write down last year's dates on your checks and stuff. Well, he was in having colon surgery. Hopefully, he ain't got cancer or something. It might be a short-lived king, and then it'd be king uh, whatever his name is. Uh, what's what's the son's name? I forgot his name now. Not the stupid son. The other son. Oh, not the I one. Mean, not the one it, married to, to to our vice president's sister. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, I should apologize for that. Um, really, they're about to Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Yeah, but Meghan Markle is about as dumb Harry. as they come. Well, is she even? I mean, is Harry even Prince? Uh, oh, Prince King Charles's son? Not from what I've seen. So yeah, when, he looks exactly show, like her. His mother's uh, riding strength. Yeah, when you when you see this guy, he looks so much like him. It's not even funny. Plus, he has his hair where everybody else has lost their hairs, <laughs> and it's red, and it's, it's red. red. Hair. Well, they actually yeah. do have ginger in the in the English family, but. It's a, I haven't seen it in a few a few generations. So, uh, so yeah, I would think gene, if anything. It just he just looks the overall build just he just looks like you. Mm-hmm. Well, what Same does that mean? Isn't isn't this royal family mm-hmm. also plagued with um that that does, it's a disease a genetic disease where if you if you get cut you bleed faster and longer. They used to be yeah, yeah. 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 One part of the family was I, I don't know if it was George or, or it, was anyway, the czar. It, was it was the czar for sure. Yeah, but there was yeah. some, there was somebody in the and the and the, the king. royalty had it too. Yeah, they had it mm-hmm. too. They because they used to call it the um the werewolf disease. It's um 
What's a ginger? I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, England's a weird place. Why they still have a monarchy? I'm not sure. It's not a real monarchy anyway. I mean, they do have a lot of money and a lot of property. Uh, what do you mean they could take over? They might be able to take over if something bad was going on. Well, I mean, really? King, but who Charles, would you, King Charles is wealth. He's like the third or fourth richest guy on the planet. But would you follow King Charles in the battle? Hell no. 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 I would be like, no, indeed. Now, you better go get a real leader. We're going to go killing somebody. Uh, you know, go find some genes of Winston Churchill and bring his ass back as a clone or something. Uh, oh no, you're talking about Coventry. That was a true story. That was a true story. So the English did bomb, let Coventry be bombed in World War II. So we had the Enigma. We had we had got the Enigma code breaker from the Germans, and the Germans didn't know it. And we were launching on Normandy, Normandy, so we couldn't let anybody know that we knew what was going on. So we, they had to allow them to bomb that town, uh, even though they knew it was coming. They couldn't interfere because if they knew if they, they did, then of course the Germans would have known we had their code breaking machine and they would have changed their plans. And it also it also changed our approach to firebombing cities. Yeah. Because we were all about military targets only. And then the moment the Germans did that and killed civilians, it was gloves off after that. We just Yeah, it was. You know. It was. So yeah, yeah, it was a true story. I know the first time I heard it, I'm like, what? But in war is a bit sometimes. I would imagine for Winston Churchill it was a hard call. He seemed like a man of conscience. So, well, you look anytime you have yeah, to order people. Yeah, but he fought the Boer Wars just the same as anybody else. Well, well, and plus, plus he he lived through Gallipoli, right? Where yeah. there was another amphibious invasion that was a disaster. Yeah, right. Like so, in Turkey, uh, war's a bitch, people. I mean, it's hell. That's why it's a war. No, we got to get out of here. We way late. We went way over. We're getting out of here. Ooh, I got to go. Only about forty some minutes. I, I got to go to bed. Sean's still, he's still awake. He can go dancing afterwards. I mean, he's on the West Coast. I'm going, I'm going Joe, there. you got to give me the code. You got to give me the code for Sunday. Oh, yeah. We got to get you. Um, will you hold on when we get out of here and we'll get it. Guys and girls, we got to go. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to United Public Radio and News and the Flip Side. I hope you enjoyed the show. Any moans, groans, bitches, or gripes, please write to Michelle DeRoche, courtesy of Joe Montaldo. And please put on there, we love you, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, people, she will hurt y'all. We do have openings. We have uh, very few free slots open, but we are in the middle of a conversion, uh, which will probably start sometime at the end of summer, which means that uh, – so UFO Paranormal Radio is coming back in full version, which means there will be a whole station just donated, dedicated to that stuff. And United Public Radio, everything on here that's like news and other stuff will be moved to that station. Yes. So, oh no, they'll be in competition with each other. Yes, they will be. Uh, because if you want to listen to us tonight, there may be a paranormal show going up again. I'm not going to tell you who it is. The hell, you have to go find out for yourself. Do man. I tell the I'm not. Uh, and uh, and since I know the the manager, she's a friend of mine. I can have a right to schedule the way I want her. No, of course I own the place, but I don't. I don't have anything to do with the operation, the daily operation, of the station anymore. Uh-uh. That's Michelle's job. Uh, I don't because she's crazy. I don't know. But anyway, we got to go again. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, Sean, well, excuse me, dude. Sorry, guys. I don't know where that yelling came from. Um, when you start Sunday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday this, night. Sunday, this Sunday. So this he'll Sunday. be on. He'll he'll be on this Sunday. 
he's his first show is going to be about stripping. I heard he's going to get up there and strip for you ladies. Uh, bring your what are your dollars? No, no tipping no dollars around here. You better get some twenties out. Just no, you better get some twenties out. We ain't no cheapies around this place. Twenty dollars? Well, because on twenties like a five anyway these days. People, let's just be honest yeah. about it. You can know, be speaking. That's about right. You know, so yeah, so get your twenties out, ladies, and then uh, well, you you can do a roll up tip on donation page. See, it's a, for Sean. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to show. What the hell are you talking about? I don't even want to see. Look, I'll be like this. <laughs> what the hell are y'all talking about? Just anyway, the guys, tip, Joe. Just the tip. That's right. Just the tip. Anyway, we're getting the hell out of here. Y'all, I hope everyone's having a good morning. Good evening, wherever the hell y'all are on the planet. Maybe you're out here in Australia you're having a good afternoon. But until tomorrow, I'll be on the author's quill with, um, 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 no, not, not David. It's Scott. Damn, I don't have it in front of me now. Well, no, I was going to, David's coming on. David, um, David Hankins is coming on, but not now. He's, he's later. He's going to, we're going to be going over his book, uh, The Death, Death and Attacks Man. He actually got the book part out now. Uh, so we're going to be going over there. But tomorrow, Scott, oh, God, don't ask me, people. I'm getting old. What can I tell you? Orson Scott Card? <laughs> no, I wish it was Orson Scott Card, but uh-huh. no. This is a this is I think a winner from book thirty eight. Oh, and starting in two weeks, we will have the winners from uh, book forty will be joining us uh, before we get to the the conference and the gala this year. So y'all could be checking it out. What do you mean? So if you're a winner, if you're listening to your past winner, and you're in Cali, I'm sure that John and them would let you come and attend. So just write to them. Uh, write to I, I would I would address it to uh, John Goodwin or Emily Goodwin, courtesy of Galaxy Press. Uh, galaxypress.com yes you can go over to writersfuture.com and submit it there uh, if you're nobody no they're not going to let you come no well no I, I, okay that came out the wrong way but um, there are limited so, number of slots yeah, basically. there's limited seats and, and they like to have a, a decent amount of Hollywood gala type people there you know like we had the two generals from Space Command and they had uh, what's her name from uh, that does um, Bart Simpson and the other guy with his voice is a bunch of Hollywood. Um, Johnny Depp's, Jim, Jim, uh, John, uh, Jim Eskimen, Johnny Depp's replacement was there. He's a nice guy. I met him twice. He replaced Johnny Depp on Twenty One Jump Street. Him and his wife are very nice people. A bunch of people from the soap operas were there. Uh, a bunch of other women I met from other different things. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting people there. And Johnny introduces me to everybody, which is nice. Uh, well, you know, I like talking to people, but I like certain things. Anyway, we got to go. Good night. Stay tuned for Scott Bakula. I'm, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I call him Scott Bakula. No, it's not his name. He must look like Admiral Archer from Star Trek. He is spaced out radio. He's on. He's got like an hour and a half left. So y'all can go check. Did you say out. Admiral Akbar? Uh, Admiral, Admiral Akbar. Archer from Star Trek Enterprise. Admiral, you mean Admiral uh, Akbar? Admiral Akbar. I'm going with Admiral Akbar here. Uh, see, I got my lightsaber ready. Hey, to those fish-eyed squid looking dude. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. There we go. I'm ready now. Don't make me cut uh, his arms. Oh, off. mine are way over there. I'm not even going to bother. And, and if that don't work, Martha is sitting. Where is Martha sitting? Oh, I don't think y'all can see Martha. Martha is sitting right there. She's been hiding behind just, us. Oh, just now. I see. Yeah, she's, she's been hiding back there all night. She's been being a very good little girl. Boom, boom. But guys and girls, thanks again for tuning in to United Public Radio and News on the flip side. You were with Sean, who's going to be on his new show this Sunday. Be sure to come check him out. Uh, what time? Uh, I know the Eastern. So, so uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. 
8 Central and, and 6, yeah, 6, 6 p.m. West Coast. Yeah. So y'all be sure to check him out. Jay's here hanging out with Jeffrey Pritchard, who's just a weirdo, strange, freaky guy. And uh, that's why he's on the network, by the way. First thing I asked why I said that. Uh, no, really, that's why he's on the network. And uh, happy Mardi Gras to everybody. If you're coming down, uh, you know, drop me an email, drop me a letter, uh, drop me a text. Um, I got a lot of friends coming down this year, some of which I'm going to get to see, some I'm not. But uh, enjoy it. Be safe. Don't be stupid. Happy Good Fat night. Tuesday. And yeah, have fun. Good night, everybody. Oh, and don't forget the day after Fat Tuesday is what? Valentine's Day. So save some money for your old lady. Bye bye, everybody. See you later.